ladies and gentlemen, episode 30. Woo! I'm Mike Busey, and Miguel Colon Jr. is sweating like a motherfucker because he just seen me almost kill an entire bottle of Crown in the last 25 minutes. Before the podcast even started. That's why I played that, that dramatic music. Oh, yeah. You're really hyped, have flashbacks. No! We used to do this podcast from a very fancy strip club in, in Orlando called Rachel's. It was a fancy gentleman's steakhouse uh, shake joint. And uh, that's where me and Miguel met. In case you haven't listened to the other 29 episodes. This is our first date, and it's been magical ever since. <sighs> we got to start doing something to where um, the members... We're going we're gonna to be doing something if you're a member of MikeBeast.com, which is the only place you can watch this podcast. You can't watch it on anything other than the website. So you have to become a member. And that's exactly how you party with us. We just released an entire year's worth of uh, events every month or something. And this year, multiple things. This year, I got, I got to be honest. Like, we're gonna be able to do them all. <laughs> you're like, well, listen, Mike. Uh, you don't, you're not fucking. You don't got Australia, yeah. fucking New Zealand, that uh, world, all of Europe. That world tour shit stressed me out so hard because Mike's like, yeah. Then we land from New Zealand. Boom, we're in Paris, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I had I had did all the math. I'm like, we're going to ten countries. Each country. Remember when you remember? And this is a dream hand thing. Mike threw out once. He was like, "Hear me out. What would it take for us to get the bus there?" And I'm like, "We can't get the bus to Ohio right now." (laughs) But good news. um, After spending uh, several thousands of dollars, we might be at the end of our tunnel. Yeah, the bus. The bus. Knock on wood. Knock on some fucking wood, everybody. The bus is looking like it's going to be ready to take us on trips again, which means we'll be ready to see you guys everywhere. On the side of a road. Yeah. Swipe up to come give us fucking mechanic assistance in a town near you. Do you guys know last, last gathering, two years ago, last tour, Mike spent $700 on a tire and then 50, maybe six. No, no. Bro, you're talking, talking, you're exaggerating. Eight maybe, miles, five miles away. Less from, than 10 miles. Away from the place he bought the tire. The new tire we just bought blew out. And the tire shop was like, well, that's odd. Well. Nothing we can do about it. Well, I guess that's the way the crow flies, yeah, boys. They you, didn't want to do anything about the tire. Like they, you they just said it, sold folks us. just don't get it, do you? And you know how it ended? Us buying another fucking $700 tire from them. That felt like shit. Like, I looked at those podunk motherfuckers, and I was like, I am so glad you guys are 50th in education over here. Because I never want to hear that any of your children succeed in shit. Now take my money and give me the fucking tire. I wish I could give you a bottle of Flint water and you could pass it around, you fucks. That's the spirit, Miguel. That's I hate the spirit that. we need. Dude, when we're on tour, you know, we get a little more violent. We get a little, we get a little more, we're far from home. And we Miguel's like over here shaking down fucking Latin King gang members like, no, listen to me, buddy. You're going to fucking pay us. And we're going to fucking get out of here. And we're going to have no problems. <laughs> and they said, no, we're not going to pay you. And I said, well. He didn't say shit. He just dipped. Yeah, he just dipped. I was like, well, then. Yeah. I guess he showed me. <laughs> he showed us. He showed us real, real good. I remember we went to a, uh, T- I think it's called TBA, or the, the truck stops in Michigan. Put some respect on him again. I can't remember which one it was. And we walked in there, and Luna was there with all her tattoos. And the old, and I'm tired as fuck. I've been dealing with everybody's internal bullshit. And all of us are sitting at this diner. Everybody's there. And the woman goes, what the hell does she do? And I go, she minds her fucking business, old lady. How about you? <laughs> Everybody in the diner's looking at us. And they're like, and then Hot Rod, because Hot Rod is a G on 
on tour. Listen, yes, he is. Hot Rod pops up and just stands there next to me, as if reminding these people in this podunk town. By the way, this black man with a lion's mane of dreadlocks is with this guy. This one from a poppy. Yeah, and, and the, my papa's papa. And fucking the old lady. And we was won just our like, goddamn forty acres too, boy. <laughs> and then Midget Mac comes out of the bathroom, washing his hands with a big smile. Talking about, What's going on? <laughs> if you ever want to like see how close-minded and, and, and ignorant some of our wonderful nation still is, cruise around on a tour bus plastered with your giant, fat, ugly, big-teeth head with a bunch of scantily clothed women across America, and you will see how fast you get asked to leave many parking lots yeah. and why the fuck are you here? You get pulled over randomly. There's a trucker getting a handy from a, from a methed-out tranny looking at us and he's like oh i don't think they need to be here i don't think this 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 fucking bucky's is safe i might have to go to the, <laughs> i might have to go down to the fucking pilot two stops down they come up to midget mac and hot rod they're like listen maybe one of you but two <laughs> and that Mike bussy he ain't the right kind of white Mm-mm, mike bussy is the wrong kind of white we love we love fucking cruising the roads and we see a lot of interesting things and sometimes I literally feel like uh, Marty McFly showing up to the fucking Western Saloon yeah. wearing fucking Nikes because we'll get out of a fucking tour bus and they're like, oh, what the hell have we got here, boss? And it's like, whoa. And then you forget. You're just like, this is your normal life. And then they're just like, hmm. And, and, and it's some very easy to forget that you are on a tour bus where it's a giant billboard and it's like basically screaming, look at me. For me and Mike, when and we're on tour, over. when we want to get fired up, we bump Turn the Page by Bob Seger or Metallica. Oh. Because that song is the road, man. It is the road. I fight people and they're like, hey, turn this. I was like, I will stab you in the face, I'll fuck, bitch. I'll skull fuck your eyes until I'll, I jizz into I your brains. I will go buy every Erector set and Lego kit and build a fucking DeLorean and go back in time to kill your mother. I will Don't eat bath salts and then that. eat your fucking face if you disrespect Turn the Page by Bob Seger or Metallica. Either one is a fucking Either one. Because when I listen to the Bob Seger Turn the Page, it's somber. I, when I listen to Bob Seger's Turn the Page, it's a day when I'm just beaten, exhausted from the road. When I listen to Metallica's Turn the Page, I'm like, turn back. We're going to burn that fucking fly. J down. Turning back. Yeah. They didn't give my free shower. Yeah, that fucking Shout out shower. to all the truckers who have given us several free showers. Oh, dude, we would get text messages. I, I remember Johnny coming up to me. He comes knocking on my door, and I'm like, what the fuck do you want? And he is drugged out. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want, Johnny? And in his drug stumper, he's like, I have an extra shower. I was like, get inside here, you golden angel. <laughs> Come, quickly. Come. Someone wash his feet. Yes. Prepare the fattest cow. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of my many daughters would you like? Oh, I'm more beautiful than the next. That free shower, though, brother. I mean, we've talked about it before in the podcast, guys, but listen to me. The truck stop shower is an experience. Shout out to all the truckers. Shout out to all the fucking blue collar workers. Yeah. I seen a guy who was, he was working the fields. On some fucking skid steer or something yeah. uh, today, and he's like, oh, "I'm just catching up." Yeah, and then he's gonna message me and be like, "Yeah, oh, that was me. You talked about it, <laughs> me." Because I actually open all my Snapchats, all my Instagram messages, and I talk back. And I really, sincerely, am so grateful. We've made it to episode thirty, and um, who would have known? Sometimes, guys, let me give you a heads up. When you send him a message that's like three paragraphs long, he wants to read it. He'll be like, "Miguel." 
What's this? So just know that even even when the message is too long for him to read, he'll Jeff find somebody. Jeff did that to me He was, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to put some titty pictures in there to, to break it up. <laughs> I'm going to send messages to Mike from now on. They're just going to be like Ikea instructions. Just like it's a picture of me yes, picking up the mail, opening up a lawsuit. Sad face. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, recently... Somebody tried to call the law on us for the dumbest thing ever, for not giving them Let's their mail. Let's just tell them. Let's tell them. Fuck it. Let's go. All right. So Robert Poss, our former camera guy, former yeah. fucking- Mr. Tie him up. Yes. Mr. Which I still got nothing but love for you, Robert. And I know you're probably not listening because your mom and dad will definitely not let you listen to this in their house because you're living back with them in Georgia. Um, Robert, how do I start? Robert- Start with it, why we had to let him go. Well- um, Robert is, if you don't know, cause some, some people don't even know what we're talking about because yeah. I mean, as much as he was all up in my, in my shit. And let me say this before we start straight up. I mean this and Mike means this. Robert, this message to you. You're still our fucking homeboy. You're just fucking up. He's still, we, we knew he was fucking up repeatedly while he was here, but when he left, we knew he still was going to fuck up and he's still fucking up. <laughs> God damn it, Robert. I'm not even... It's like Tupac. I ain't mad at you. Go ahead. I ain't mad I'm at you. I ain't mad at you, Robert. But you're still fucking up. Uh, so, Robert lived here. He, I guess he was living with like some some sketchy people. Uh, that, Who took advantage of him because he yeah, does have were. a good heart, man. He, he's, he's a good guy, man. He's just a he's fucking... He's a homeboy, man. He's, he's just, an idiot. And, and he's that, you know... He's he's that dude that like just he's your corny cousin and you will not let anyone fight him because you know he's family and you fucking love him and you know he loves you but he just does cornball shit sometimes. We never let like, no one on. fuck Robert up like that weren't Mm-mm. us because like yo that's our fucking guy, you know. But uh, he lived here, worked here, and he started off strong, and then um, you know as always their head gets bigger, and then they get more you know, confidence. And I was like life coaching this guy because I was seeing where his disconnect was with certain things. And I was like, man, this guy, he, he's letting all these models like take advantage of him. And they were basically getting all kinds of photo shoots and this and that and like leading them on a little bit. I didn't read all his, I didn't read his messages or anything, yeah. but I would hear his frustrations. And as he became more of like a, a brother to me, um, I would be like, man, this guy, he, He's just letting these bitches just run over him, and he and he's like, he. I always said he's like the coyote and the and the roadrunner. He was always trying to get that that roadrunner, but just got so close. But he would just run into he just a wanted fucking to stick his dick in that roadrunner. <laughs> beep beep. He would run right through a fucking concrete wall, painted as a tunnel, a Grand Canyon tunnel. Not not the not the not the way to go, Robert. Anvil falling on his head with a little umbrella. You know, <laughs> and and if you watch my Snapchat or my Instagram and, and or any of the stuff online, or if you're a part of the Facebook group, we have a Facebook group. It's like over several thousand people in there, and it's like the TMZ gossip, and they talk a lot about this podcast. So you should definitely join that if you if you don't. Just make a fucking burner account if you don't have one. Anyways, um, we uh we fucking love Robert, but man, years of just trying to help this guy and the frustrations and. Sometimes he would hit it out of the park. He would just really impress us and be a hard worker. He was he, he was bad at pussy pouting though, and I'm gonna tell you why. I know this. I know that he was the kind of dude whose self esteem was tied up in, in 
every encounter he had with a woman. And there were times when really hot women, really, really cool women were really into Robert. And but, you know, the one of the things that he didn't get was those girls are free just like we are. So sometimes they might be into you for a couple nights and then they might meet somebody else they're into. And that doesn't mean you're not going to be able to see them anymore it just means when you're around at the sausage castle people are meeting new interesting people and, and that doesn't mean the girl you've been you've been kicking it with for two days that you like you like and she likes for some of you who aren't familiar who he is it's like the 40 year old virgin yeah he was like 45 46 i don't we don't really even know and uh you know he he messed up one night on a halloween party and tied a girl up and it went bad not like it wasn't halloween it was like uh Oh yeah, you're right. It was like a, it was just a party we were having. I wasn't gonna jump straight to that. Oh, I was getting there because I thought we weren't gonna get there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were good, but yeah. So, but but uh, it just it just it, it it just was a bad night. Like he didn't kill this girl or hurt this girl or anything like that. It just it went. She was she was definitely drunk or on some drugs or something that she wasn't supposed to be on. A porn star that previously she was uh, wearing Juggalo face paint, and so was Robert. And Robert ate her asshole. And then randomly, she shows back up months later, and then some sketchy dude says that he. Oh her man, husband. I had too. After Robert, like, husband, after Robert ate her asshole. Your wife was just dressed up like a juggalo, getting her getting asshole, her asshole eaten by Robert. After Robert ate her asshole out, he was supposed to drop her off, and then we didn't see him for like 24 hours. He's like sending us selfies. Mm, got a hotel. I'm like, got a hotel? You were eating her asshole out at your house. Why'd you have to go anywhere? Because <laughs> these guys, some of these dudes, they're like the, they're like the cheetah. The you leopard with the, the gazelle. Cor- they gotta, they gotta take the, the gazelle. gazelle high up into the tree so another hyenas can't get it. <laughs> no, this is my little precious. And I would I would be swiping right on girls that I was not uh that I would say um as a nice way of saying uh less than desirables. And I would invite them over and they would totally think they're coming here to like come on some like little fucking weird date with me. And I'd be like, I'm out of here. And I'd go downtown. <laughs> and then fucking, I would tell Robert, give, give these bitches a tour. Remember the fucking, time I took you to Vegas? And then those two scallies showed up for Mac. You had them for Mac? We let them live here. We, we One of the scallies, though, that night she comes in and Mike's like, hey, glad you came over. I'm heading out to Las Vegas. And she's like, my car won't start. And you're like, yeah, I got guys here. They'll help you out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was trying to throw him alley-oops, throwing him bones, assists, some John Stocktons every which way. I should have got a fucking Nobel Peace Prize. And Robert, if you're listening, which I'm, I'm maybe you are, maybe you're not, um, we love you. And we do miss you, but we don't miss the I shitty do part miss of you. Robert. I wish Robert would just come kick it here and be cool. We did find out he dry snitched on us on a couple things. Oh though. my God. He dry. He was, well, let me tell you about those guys. And then he, he doesn't think that we're not going to hear about it. And then we'd be like, yo, bro, you don't got to be like all that. So we're talking years of like, he would knock out of the park like one day and the next day just be a complete sack of shit. And. Was he the the butt of many jokes? Yes. Uh, he was the dude who would literally like stand up, hey, everyone, fuck with me because I'm about to do some really dumb shit. And we're like, oh, my God. We're very honest here. So we call each other out, and it's like a, it's a way to keep uh, everyone honest and straight. And there was just so many times I would see him getting frustrated. All oh, these fucking bitches, these goddamn models, drank all my, my fancy fucking mixers, my pink snaps, and fucking bitch you know what adam told me one time adam goes you know what's the most delicious tasting beverage in this house i said what he goes anything robert bought (laughs) there was a particular time on tour where Haley, uh he was in love with her for a little while 
and I think he bought her like twelve dollars worth of drinks <laughs> yeah. at a bar. And she's like, "Fucking bitch, you fucking whore!" He comes gave my twelve dollars back. We came walking in the bus. We're all sitting in the bus. Everybody's hanging out. The girls are all drunk, and he just comes walking in and puts the receipt down on the table, and then just walks back to the back and starts telling Matt, "Yeah, fucking whore. I spent twelve dollars on drinks on her." <laughs> So, um, and Haley was the best. Haley goes, well, What the fuck is $12 worth, Robert? She's like, what, what is that? Am I supposed to get six inches from your dick and breathe on it? Like, what do what, what does $12 earn you? <laughs> we still love them. And we if you watch towards the end, moment now. To, this, to this day, we still like, we're like, Man, what a. Because <laughs> when he knocks it out the park, though, when Robert's in it and he wants to do it and he likes it, if there's Star Wars or a model or rope involved, he's like all up on it. So maybe I should have sprinkled rope and, and a Boba Fett fucking helmet on everything I ever needed with a bikini from some model. And he was he always cool about picking somebody up, giving them a ride somewhere. Great with tours. Great with tours. Like, this with- isn't a shit-talking thing. This is a, Robert, you need to do some soul-searching and, and realize that, did we fuck with you? Yes. Did we dress you up like a trainee and get your dick sucked by a hot Asian? Yes. Yeah. Did you eat some asshole, dress as a juggalo? Yeah. Did you fucking get drunk as fuck several times and crawl out of my bathroom butt-ass naked like the the girl from the ring crawling out the TV screen and creep me the fuck out? Yeah. Did I do everything I could possibly do? Yes. Were my followers entertained? Yes. Because I saw a, a little bit of them inside of you. And, and I think I did too. I saw a part of me... That had been taken advantage of in the past from people, not only just girls, but from people. A guy who would he would take great photos, even though the industry itself is kind of like it's like you're trying to keep something uh, financially rewarding. That we live in an era where iPhones and everything don't necessarily, um, you know, DSLR cameras aren't in super demand anymore because any girl can download a fucking tiktok app and take a photo and then next thing you know she's got it filtered and it looks fucking great so the the traditional photographer as we know it is slowly dying and he is living in this era of like hey i gotta do what i can to do and and there's a lot of girls out there that take advantage of people who know like these things because they they love the gratification of like oh you made me look pretty and a guy like him is like, oh, she needs me. Yes, yes, good, good, good. Yeah, so there's always that. And anyone who knows anything about the entertainment industry, photographers and videographers and stuff like that, they know that that shit. And Chris is shaking. He's like, yeah, that fucking bitch. <laughs> Our new camera guy, Chris, who doesn't like rope, right, Chris? Not a rope. Uh, are, you, are you in Star Wars? No. Yeah, and, but he do be loving his hoes. Loving so, his hoes. Um, stay away from any hoe you ever meet here within, this is like a school zone. We need to like, within a fucking thousand feet, don't come anywhere near here. If, yeah. yeah. Anyways. It's called Casper's Law. Stay away from certain girls. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Anyways, uh, this, this, this is just for the hardcore followers I want to know. We put a lot into him. He put a lot into us. We love him. <laughs> But um, <laughs> yes, horrible. I still have your fucking stimulus check, and it's still there. <laughs> and tell him what happened. So tell him he what called happened. the fucking he first. First of all, he had some random fucking person where ha. 
I am contacting on behalf of Robert Poss. Well, I don't know if I. Well, I guess I can search it. I don't know. Let me see here. Let's see here. Here we go. Tuesday, February 9th at 10.07 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The cases that are talked about in this may not be real or may be real, but this one is totally real. You're listening to Sausage Law and Order. Mr. Busey, this is Carol Elliott. I'm an attorney out of Columbia, South Carolina. Can I stop you real quick? Is Carol Elliott capitalized? No. No, it is not. Her own name is not capitalized. But Columbia and South Carolina is. We'll put some respect on it. The zoo there is dope. I am meeting with Robert Paws. Spelled not P-A-U-S-E. No, you're at my office client. this morning, he discussed a stimulus check that's sent to, his, to send to your office in error. Today, my client has not received his funds, and I have instructed my client to do return in the matter to IRS fraud unit. If these funds are not sent by Friday... It is my understanding that you may have held his check for several days and these rightfully belong to my client. I would appreciate if you give him a call so we can discuss this further. And here's the deal. Shout out to everyone who's ever lived in my goddamn house. Change your fucking address. Yeah, we throw away so much mail because it's from people. Someone have probably already won a million dollars from every man's fucking publisher house queen sleepstakes. It's just sitting in the waste management facility. <laughs> it's fucking, we threw it all away. Yeah, because here's the deal. We're not responsible for your mail. So we get it. It doesn't have a name of a resident who lives here. It gets tossed. Change your fucking address. Miguel, what would you do if you lived in spot A and then you moved Several months ago. How long has Robert been gone? At least since October. Okay. So, well, when when was, what was the, uh, hmm, no, it was before that. No, October's when he went, right? Oh, no, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. Before it was, October. It was, a, it was a party that he had his, I'm going to tie this drunk bitch up and suspend her like a fucking meat, meat hook and have her spin around at a fucking party. I had two smoking hot models flying from L.A. and... Everyone's freaking out, banging on my door, like, yo, Mike, you gotta come, bro, we'll go, bro, we gotta call the police, we'll police, we gotta call the ambulance. I'm like, what's going on? I don't know, this bitch is dead. They're like, everybody's like, I'm like, quickly, everybody, relax. I'm like, Sean, call the ambulance. I'm like, Adam, get the backhoe out just in case. <laughs> I'm like, I go into the living room, and I'm like, in the middle of giving a tour to these girls, I'm like, da, 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 okay. And this girl's had her clothes off like all weekend, okay? So, and she's a porn star. Her name's Nadia White. You can you can cross reference our fucking stories if you want to. Um, sweet girl, but we suspect that she may have been under some type of influence when her and some random sketchy dude that says her that she's her husband. Which I'm not here to judge. I don't care if you have a marriage or whatever. I don't know. It's news to us. Well, according to uh, several sober, 100% sober Brian Idol and a random uh, hot black chick that I talked to for two hours in the office. Um, Said that uh, upon hanging this woman up like a fucking uh, like a pinata, <laughs> a pinata, and having her uh, lifeless body spin around, uh, he just kind of like sat back there with his hands on us. Said like, hmm. And this went on for several minutes. Why all these other drunk motherfuckers were like, oh, is this like a part of the show? And me, being uh, the responsible one, goes, "What the fuck? Cut her the fuck down." Get this bitch down right now. What the fuck is going on? And then 
I'm like, take her through the garage. Joe, get a, I, I, I'm, I'm serv- certified, you know, rescue breathing, first aid. You, you survey the area, make sure that there's nothing in danger, like a power line or a fucking shark. Then you appoint <laughs> to somebody. You call, you dial 911. Both of those things are in front of us in this room right now. Check pulse. You know, you fucking clear the airway. There's all these like things you go into place. And tie, cutting the rope off this bitch whose lifeless body is hanging from the living room, who's butt-ass naked, like, that's probably step one or two at least. And I remember saying something one time to Robert, because he's into this thing called Shabari. And um, he uh, he fucking was like, that was his like thing. Tying bitches up and like, ah, ah, which is weird. But hey, I'm not going to judge still. But one time I said, hey, I was like, Robert, you get you get a boner when you do this shit? He's like, huh, not all the time, Mike. And I was like, sometimes I just come. You're in the <laughs> living room uh, where we have these like things where there's the swing to hang up in the middle of the living room. And you're basically getting your rocks off like mentally like a fucking serial killer tying bitches up, which is cool. The first couple times it was cool. And then I'm like, all right, this is getting kind of weird because we were having girls like, ah, this guy wants to tie me up. He wants to keep tying me up. Um, and then he started pussy pouting and get angry. And then he became the guy's like, oh, Mike's fucking all the bitches. Like, and then he was just getting salty as fuck. And I'm just like, oh, man, I can't. Like, And we would catch him talking slick. He would like, no, nah, these are my models. And I'm like, Robert, I got I got drunk as fuck and blacked out. I was dressed up like Captain Spaulding. I fucked this girl you're in love with on the tour bus in front of 30 people. I'm sorry. Okay. Just get over it, okay? Like, just keep it moving. And he would, oh, Mark's gonna, you and his girlfriend are gonna, he's they're gonna fuck you. And he gets so mad. And I would let him get in the action a couple times. I'm like, hey, man, hey, this is my guy Robert. And I would throw girl. I was throwing hot, banging girls at him and stuff. But this guy was like catching pussy, shra- pussy shrapnel. Tell him, but, but, so after the lawyer. Well, I- hold on, let me, so. This motherfucker, let me just button up this last part because this is like this is the final straw. What I'm telling the kids at home is that after years of dealing with his bullshit, and he would do just enough, and then I would like, come on, I had to like unplug the fucking direct TV box, and he would just sit there for hours and watch some random shit on TV. I'm like, yo, get get your shit done. And then he always had beef with Bianca and Midge and Mac, and then his whole thing was is that like, oh, I'm not cutting these ropes. These are my good ropes. And I remember saying, I was like, Robert, you ever had to cut those ropes? She's like, cut his ropes? I don't think so. Huh. And as I'm looking at this chick, which I told him to go right through the garage, they paraded her around like fucking she was goddamn uh, Princess Diana. And they were going through fucking uh, the, the Buckingham Palace like there was a parade. They literally paraded this dead bitch with her big ass titties floating around through the whole house this is a party mind you this is a fucking house party at the house people just showed up there's a lifeless dead chick it looks like a rape scene csi like what the fuck is going on her big milkers are slapping around her fucking short little husband guy's like that's my fucking wife and i guess according to several eyewitnesses that i talked to because i i process this information for jumping to conclusions i'm, I'm a grown-ass man now I was like, "What the fuck happened?" She's like, "I don't know. I just seen him. I seen him uh, tying her up, and then they, they whatever, da, da, da. and then next thing you know, she just went limp, and then, and then he just kind of sat there and stared at her and spun around a little bit. And I'm like, "So she just spinning around like a fucking piece of meat, and you didn't like decide to maybe cut her ropes?" And um, they're like, "Yeah," and, I, and then 
as they paraded her around, I'm like screaming at security, get a car. Because I'm thinking like, yo, this bitch is unconscious. Check for pulse. She has a pulse. I'm like, thank fucking God. Because I always say come to my house and fucking die. But I don't really fucking mean it. Okay, guys, that's, okay, that's a little fucking Hollywood smoke and mirror sprinkled on I'm there. I'm looking at Joe and I'm like, if she doesn't make it, her husband doesn't either. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, we're going to get her to the hospital before the ambulance is going to get here to take her. So let's get her there now. And I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, they're going to take this girl who's topless. Cause she did have, like, some, like, bathing suit bottom on. She wasn't completely bucking naked. In case the fact checkers at home are listening. Um, I remember being like, oh, wow. I look at the ground, and I was like, wow, Robert still hasn't. They got her laying down in where the scrambler is now, right in front of Midget Max's room. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And um, she still got a whole fucking rope bikini on, and it's, like, three inches. like, And I'm I'm not exaggerating. It was, like. Yeah. Two and a half inches. Tight around her where, yeah. Like, in, in, embedded into her thighs and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I, I almost punched him right in the face. And this this very beautiful black girl goes like, no, that's not going to help anything, Mike. Just calm down. And I was like, oh, my God, she's right. And I literally, he started popping off, getting attitude, and acting like it was no big deal. And then when I heard he had zero sense of urgency, I was like, bro, you're in a life or death situation right now. And, and according to multiple people, Brian Idol, everyone, they were like, yo, this this dude just like kind of just sat there and like did nothing. And I felt that I was like my final straw to let him go. And I I told him to, to, to get a hotel for the night and let him take the rest of the week off. And then he acted like he, nothing happened. And, and all he could say is, well, you'll let Mitch at Max Day when he pulled a gun out of Bianca. And all these alleged stories, I wasn't there for that either. I, I don't even know what I do, what the fuck happened with that. I heard like 12 different stories. I don't even know. According to, don't don't get it's just like gremlins don't give your midgets hennessy after fucking midnight they will fucking they might fucking pull out the little pocket pistol i don't know it's probably a cute ass little gun too but it, probably, it, it says bang bang the trigger it says oh 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 and then a little vh1 fucking dust pops yeah. out of it like I, I didn't know what to think so i'm just like i'm having to be the father the mother the fucking guidance counselor the boss like i'm trying to make all these executive decisions trying to all right now so when did the mitch come in here and then she did what and i'm like i'm interviewing people in my office as this girl's like on the way to the hospital because i'm trying to like gather you know factual data and i'm just like wow this is fucking this is so awkward i'm like talking to these two hot models that flew from like hey yeah we had a little incident like, yeah we saw i'm like Oh God! What you saw was live theater performance. They were performing. They were actual fucking yeah. embedded actors inside this party to, to enhance your experience here. And then, uh, so you let so you had to let Robert go. So I let him go, and so, I let him come back. I gave him a whole like very long, very nice talk. I was like, "Listen, but, bro, I love you, but can't have this." And at first, he was like a little fucking spicy, and I almost choked him. I was like, ooh, well, you motherfucker. But get, then I want you to get to the, the, the part that's re- like all the details okay, I'm are getting cool. there. Well, no, but the, the, the followers want to know that. So I give them the full answer. Give them the full answer. The, the, full, the, the full answer is Robert's not here no more. We love him. Will he come back? I don't know. Probably not now, but. but tell him um, what happened. This is the part after that. After he's, he didn't change his fucking, his address. He, he was, you know, collecting unemployment, getting paid, you know, got laid off from Disney and gave him a job, a place, place to live. Gave him everything we could ever want. Did we fuck with him? Yes. Did he deserve it? 100%. Were there other people that antagonized him more than they should have? Yes. There was other people, not myself or Miguel, but there were other people that would, you know, probably lay into him much, much that, I, that I thought was unfair, and that's what I always come to his rescue. Yeah. But I can't come to your rescue, Robert, when you're fucking being irresponsible and doing dumbass shit. 
and then acting like, Ronald McDowell. Then this motherfucker's well, I would remind calling lawyers. Yeah, I would remind him about the lawyer who, the best part about that lawyer letter. Oh, is, let me back up. Let oh, me back up. No, don't do that. No, relax. <laughs> Where are we going to get to? I know I'm drinking almost a whole bottle of, no, <laughs> just listen. I got this. I got this. So I go to message him. I get I get his, uh, his fucking um, stimulus check, you know? I watch the news. I know there's $600 in there waiting for Mr. Robert Poss. I go to message him on social media. I'm blocked. I go, what the fuck? I was like, damn, Robert got deleted? Then I go on the Sausage Castle Instagram. Not there. I'm like, hey, someone check if Robert's on Instagram. Yeah, he's right here. And they show him like, this motherfucker blocked me. And then, and, he, and then I went, I was like, all right, let me check the Busey Beauty's Instagram. He blocked that too. And then I'm just like, what the fuck? This month, and we left on good terms. We had a good, like, long, hour long conversation. Hey, man. Short combo for you. Yeah, short combo. (laughs) Half of a podcast. (laughs) And I was like, hey, man, if you need something, let us know. Let's just, let's just, I think you've been, you've been here and you get a little burnt out or too comfortable and you're not really seeing the value. And uh, we love you. We won't wish you well, but y- your fucking fuckery is just too much. And we're not even, I'd have to like do a whole entire podcast about this and list off all the other fucking bullshit he would pull. But um, it it came to the point to where all of a sudden I go to message him. So then I'm like, I'm going to text this guy. I say, hey, did you block me on social media? And then uh, I sent him a photo of the his stimulus check. And all he says is like, uh, he was like, send this to blah, 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 location, um, his his parents' house, Mama and Papa Poss in Georgia. And if I will send uh, postage if needed. I'm like, and then he's like hitting up AK. He's hitting up like you, all these other people like plotting like, yo, I need you to get into the office and steal my stimulus check. He's not saying that. He's no, like, he, he was definitely saying some shit like that to AK. Oh, he told me, he was like, can you please just give me my stimulus check? Yeah, which we had no problem. But then I was like, I ain't going to lie, I was feeling a little petty. I was like, this motherfucker blocked me and then immediately demands me to send his shit. And he's like, oh, and by the way, I'll send some postage if needed. It's like, I don't want to go do you go out of the way to do you a favor because you're a fucking idiot. And then, then you now you're still salty and bitter. And I get it. His life was awesome. He was living the dream. And now he lives with his mom and dad. I get it. And uh, get to the funniest part, though, man. You're this, killing me here, bro. This motherfucker. I get a, I get a, I get a, I get a call. I can't say from who, but I got some people on the inside. Give me another bottle of because me and call them up here. Me, <laughs> true. I'm not that wasted. I feel good. I feel, Miguel, don't, don't shit on my vibe, bro. <laughs> I, I feel real good. And uh, you got a call. I get a call. And there's like, yo, hey, uh, your former camera guy called us up, and them being the police, the policia. And I'm like, oh, my God, this motherfucker called the police. Tell them what they said. Tell them what the police said. They were like, hey, you're a former camera guy is saying that you got his corona check and that. Uh, he wants it right now, and I'm like, Can you what? Imagine, hello, nine one one. Is this an emergency? Well, to some people, it might be considered. Anywho's, I wonder if you could send a task force in. <laughs> and I'm like, 
This and and then I then I he did he he had deleted me from Facebook as friends or like my personal Facebook, but then I messaged him like the other day or yesterday. I go, you fucking called the police to get to tell them that I am holding your like stimulus, I, which I'm not. I'm just not gonna go out of my way to do a solid for somebody who's obviously fucking just being a fucking a bitch and never ever. When am I trying to withhold government-issued funds? It's here if you want it. Yeah, it's here if you want it. And maybe if you didn't block me on social media and be a fucking bitch, maybe I would have fucking walked the 200 yards to the mailbox and put it in there. Wouldn't I don't know. None of us do it, but yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> maybe I could have found it in my golf cart's heart to fucking... It would have been on a sauna for Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I would have had it on a, a fucking task sheet. Yeah. And I'm just like, God damn, Robert. Is this how we're ending the legacy of me and you? You calling the police, trying to like hem me up on some stimulus check shit, and you got some random lady that's saying that she's a lawyer talking about the lawyer phone call was great department. It it didn't even use like his correct name. She didn't like put her name in capitals. I call that bitch right now. She was saying that like say I won't saying Robert was her client, but also like like, she was going to meet with him. It was all over the yeah, place. I represent a client that's not even in the state that I live in. Yeah, and we all know how lawyers work. Until you pay them, you're not their client. Yeah, until you pass the bar in the state that they, they are, then you ain't representing nobody out of fucking state, playa. If you need to. I didn't pass the bar. I didn't have the, what's that Jay-Z song? I didn't pass the bar, but I know a little bit, enough that you You legally search my shit, you dig? Ay! Boy, that crown. Hey, whoa, hey, chill. <laughs> was that one hour yet? Oh, uh, it's about, yeah. <laughs> What's the time, guys? 40 minutes right now. Oh, we still got time. But anyways, here's the deal. Robert, have your check. And if maybe if you would, um, you know, follow the Beauty Beauties on on Instagram, mine and and Sausage Castle's Instagram, maybe I'll... Should you reach out to the lawyer and be like, listen, we have some stipulations. If your client wants the property, all he has to do is come here. However, for him to come here, he has to be a member. So I'm going to need him to Ooh, pay $33 swipe up, Robert. <laughs> right now. And then green members can't come pick up the checks. Only gold and silver can pick up the checks. So he's going to call. Let's call him right now. I'm going to call him. going to call him? Yeah. Let's see if he picks up. Let's see. Because this, be, this would be non... This would be bipartisan. I'm calling him right now. I haven't talked to him in months. This is this is this is fair journalism, guys. <laughs> he ain't gonna pick up. Yes or no? What's the odds and over? Hey, Mike. I'm a little tied up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Robert. What's up, man? How you doing, buddy? Be doing better if I had my stimulus check. <laughs> I love you, Robert. I don't. I don't know why you gotta call the police and and yeah, all that. It's been a month. It has been like, a month. I haven't had your you check sent, for a month. You sent me a picture January nineteenth. Well, that wouldn't be a month yet. Well, it'd be, it's almost a month. You blocked oh, me wait, on all social media, Robert. Why? Why would you block dude, me? What did I do you, to you? you? Picked up the phone and called me. This I did. I just did call you. You haven't called me. Yeah, it's been a month, man. It's been literally almost three, four weeks, man. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, I've Robert, why didn't you, why didn't you change your address? Wants to give me your information. Like, I call you every time I call you. It goes to voicemail. So I don't know what's going on or whatever. I just want my stuff, I got man. zero calls from you, Robert. Zero. Okay. Well, I mean, your your phone's broke. Then I don't. Say my it. phone's not broke. All right. 
Miguel, has Robert ever called me? He's called me. I know he's called me, but I don't know if he's called yeah, you. Yeah, he called me. I know he's called well, me. Every time I call you, it goes to voicemail. So Robert, well, well, I didn't say you're lying, but I'm saying you're just fucking, you're just, I don't know why you would expect, I messaged you, I'm the one that told you I had to check here. I sent you a photo yeah, I of know. it. You sent me a text message, and that's all you sent. And I sent you my No, I sent you, I, I can show you the screenshot if you, if you don't have it. I said, you blocked me on social media, and I, I sent an emoji of me laughing, crying laughing. And then I send you the check, and then the next thing you send is, send me the check, and I'll send postage if needed. That's the last thing you've sent to me. Yeah, and you question mark that. So I know you got that message. Yeah, Robert, what, what, I asked you a question. You, you're making demands after I asked a question, a simple question. After all I've done for you, you're just going to block me on social media? What the fuck did I do to you? I Like, man, I've, I've turned... Turn away from all that. I'm not doing any of that anymore. Have you found so, Jesus? No, I mean, I've always found Jesus. Well, maybe you should ask him the fucking, maybe you should come at me a little more, more more kinder. You can pretend, if you pretended our entire relationship, you act like you're my friend. For two years, you acted like you cared, but it sounds like you really didn't. Please. Man, you kicked me out of the house for a whole week. I don't, I don't I'm not going there. Robert, like, you almost I'm killed, not- you almost killed a bitch. Okay. And you had no sense of urgency. Here we are here now, months, months, months later, and you still have no type of remorse. All you had to do is be like, I fucked up, Mike, once again. I'm so sorry. I told you that before I left, Mike. I no, you didn't. Miguel, M- Miguel talked to you. Everyone here talked to you. And, and then when I sat you down a week later, because I wanted to cool off, because I've never had a dead bitch hanging up at, at, at a fucking party in front of a bunch of people, that was very, very awkward. That was a hard thing to transition into fucking... Now let's play some Project Pat and see some girls twerk. That was a little awkward. So, however, I still cooled off and talked to you, and you still were like, well, the fucking Midget Mac, fucking goddamn Bianca pulled a gun, blah, 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 blah. I wasn't there for that. So, I don't know why. You took that word over mine. She was on drugs. I didn't know she was on drugs. We already had that conversation. Who was? Nadia. Yeah, but I can't have that shit in my house, Robert. Well, I, you let the drug addict in your house, I didn't. Who, who? I never seen her do drugs. Well, she was on something. You didn't. You stayed a night at a hotel with her. What do you know about her? No, I did not. Okay, so, so you, you sent me Miguel photos of you. That was with, at her house, up in a hotel. Yeah, at a hotel. That's what I said. Please, you, please. So you, all yeah, this. What you said that wasn't accurate. So you, so you call the police. You have this lawyer call me, all for a fucking six hundred dollar check. That, that I have no problem sending you, but you want to make the most out of this? How many days are you going to just hold on to it? Like, I, I'm not holding on to it. I'm not holding on to it. I don't give a fuck about it. And, and it's yours. I, I can't do nothing with it. My name is Robert Poss. I can't go ch- cash the motherfucker. I understand that, Mike, but it's still keeping me from paying my bills and paying the lawyer. Like, I had no intention of not paying So you went to get a lawyer that costs money to get your check. That sounds a no, little asinine. I was going to pay your lawyer, your attorney, with money. No, you owe my CPA money, not my lawyer. Yes. Okay, get get your facts straight. So listen. David Cole was who I called. Did you, yes. but Robert? I gotta know when you called the police. Like, what was, like, I, what did they say when you called the cops? Nothing. I have to report to the IRS. The cops did. The cops said nothing. 
Robert, yeah, do you do you think I really want your money, brother? Do you think I want to fucking have see you no, down and out? That, Mike, but it's still it's the principle of the thing, man. You kept my money from me. You I haven't kept anything from you. You didn't me. change your address and you Did sent your fucking check to me. And I'm I'm the one that told you your I check was here. Wait, guys, did you call nine one one? Miguel told me all yeah. to what I needed to do to get the check. Was it like an emergency, exactly or did you call a task force? The Robert. problem is you guys don't communicate, and it's always been the same. Like even. When Robert. you kicked me out of the house, I was trying to talk to you. I didn't, I didn't have to kick you out of the house, Robert. You, like, you, you listen, I, I love you, brother. And, and there was times that you really kicked ass, but there are so many times that you really shit the bed. And, and when it comes to, like, people in, in life or death situations and you didn't act urgent, that was a serious problem, man. And, and it has nothing to do with... I was the only one acting urgent, dude. Robert, like, she was tied up still in the parking ET lot. Was off duty. He wasn't even anywhere to be found. Robert, she was still tied up 30 minutes later. Like, she and, and was not, Mike. She I sat there myself and saw her. Being able to breathe, her chest was completely fine. She, she was like a horse pinata. She was not Robert, so, you, so after we've talked, and remember we, we, we talked the last time you were here, and I told you my piece. Now you want to recant your your apologetic position on it because you seem very no, apologetic. I told you I apologize for the situation. Apologize for the police, Robert. Apologize for the police. Say yeah, I'm. And I'm sorry. I had to call the police. These, these are, I mean, who I, else I you called? You called? Did you call? Un- you call Uncle me. Sam and tell him to come get me? Are the Ghostbusters coming? No, I wasn't trying to call Uncle Sam and tell him to come get you. I just wanted my money, man. Robert, I'll send your money, but you're gonna have to do one thing. And this isn't is a that? threat. You need to follow me back on Instagram, Robert. Check it right now. Follow you me. You weren't ba- even following me, Mike, oh. for months. Well, he's not Robert, looking for a check. Months. He's not looking for a check, though. Robert, I was, I was following you. asked me if you were following me on Instagram. I, I, always, I love you, Robert. I miss you. I miss y'all, too, man. Just, is everything okay? Let's, let's not talk about bitches dying, hanging up like meat and shit, and, and minus stimulus checks. Are you okay? Yeah, man. I'm, I mean, I'm all entertainment aside, you know, do you know that I really care for you, right? I do. Honestly, I'm asking you right now. Do you know that I care about you? Yeah, man, I do. How many times and how many hours of my life have I said trying to give you advice and trying to tell you, hey, man, come on, man, get it together? How many times? I know. Like you're like my fucking young, you're like my older, retarded big brother. I love you, and I want to see you fucking be happy, and. And just, just come home, Robert. Do you want to come home, Robert? I, I don't know, man. I, I was I was in my emotions. I was drinking too much Crown. I I'm love you, Robert. I'll send your check in the morning. Chill out. You know, I'm the next day. I'll, I'll you want to drive to your house and give it to you? I'll take care of it. No, you don't have to drive to my house and Robert, give it to you, Robert. And and guess what? Uh, Uncle Sam gonna send another check for fourteen hundred. So, you. If it comes here, if you haven't already changed your address, I'll make sure it gets to you the next no, day. The forwarding should be there. I we just will. missed the forwarding by that. Right, if, we have to, if we have so to, we'll I've drop it off at the police station. The castle now. I'm supposed to be getting All right, forwarding for the next 12 months. So, I, mean, I love you, Robert. We, we don't, we, we don't want to see you fucking starving. We don't want to see you down and out. I want to see you happy. You know, wherever you're doing, we, we love you, man. Like, I know you, I know you're a fucking bitch still, and you fucking definitely went through a bunch of bullshit that was unneeded. If you wouldn't, I got caught in my feels. Like, I feel petty. I, I, I'm being a grown ass man. I'm 40 years old now, Robert. I got I to admit, I was being petty. When I seen you blocked me, I was hurt. 
Because, you know, before that message, what you know the message was before that? I was inviting you to my birthday party. And I, I could send you a screenshot in case you don't remember. No, I, I remember. Oh, so you're telling me I'm telling the truth, huh? You're right? Okay. No, I'm not saying. So I invited you to my birthday party. You yeah. and, like, 20 fucking people, because I consider you family. And I sent you the fucking goddamn invitation. And then I see you blocked me weeks later. And then I send you a photo of the goddamn check. And then you, ah, oh, oh, fucking send it to me, and if, I'll pay the postage if needed. Like, Robert, all you have to do is be like, bro, hey, fucking man, hey, I, I'm getting the check. I'm gonna send it. To, like, I don't care, bro. I don't, I don't want to see you mad. I don't want to see you down. I, I Robert, that. has every conversation we ever had just gone in one ear out the other? I've kept it no, real with you, 100. No, percent I, I don't, I don't want to see you fucking down and out. I don't want to see you. I got. I've never ever talked bad about you ever. I've never said no shade on you. I've had a lot of people ask, "Where's Robert? Where's Robert?" Like, well, Robert's not here no more. That's all I've said until today yeah. on the podcast live on the on fucking swipe up Spotify, Spy Tunes, fucking whatever. Love you, Robert. Love you. I appreciate. We'll you. We'll get man. the check to you tomorrow. We'll, we'll send it out tomorrow morning. We'll send it out tomorrow. I. You have my word. We'll next day it. What's today? Wednesday, technically. Yeah. So you'll have it before Friday. You'll have it up Friday or before. Yeah. And if you want me to, I'll even cash app you some fucking, some fucking money if you if you're hurting that bad. Whatever you let me know. Okay. No no pride. Put all pride aside. Whatever. I don't want to see no one fucking down and out. We love you, Robert. We think you. But one more thing, Robert. You're gonna need to call the police and apologize. <laughs> they got real. This is Robert, Lake you County. know I got you know I got people everywhere on the street, man. Do, man. This is I Lake County, Robert. They're fighting the opioid epidemic. I, I get. I probably fucking had the phone call from from the law before you hung up with them. They were already like, "Wow, your come lawyer, on, your lawyer texted us right afterwards, and she was like, this is all a joke. I want to come to Members Weekend. Can I fuck Miguel and Mike?'" <laughs> Robert, cease, cease fire, Robert. Yeah. Here's the, 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 the fucking uh, peace hey, treaty twig leaf. Robert, I'm going to make you come clean on it. Was that? I think it was a model, not a lawyer. Was it a model or a lawyer who texted Me and Miguel us? have bets going on. Was it a real lawyer or nah? No, I, call, I didn't call my own lawyer. I, oh, no. Now, tell the, the truth. This is the whole world's listening, Robert. I, tell the truth. I literally, I literally listened. I mean, I went to um, on my new job as a part-time game. Where are you and working at? I happen to be an attorney. Oh. Um, we got to talking about stuff and all the frustrations. Because Robert, man. Did I ruin your life, Robert? Did I ruin your life? Do you have like this deep animosity I towards me? I ruined my life, Mike. I had a great time hanging out down there. Because, hey, Robert. I'm going to let you know about this lawyer. I'm going to let you know about this lawyer, Robert. She misspelled shit. She didn't even capitalize her own name. And your last name wasn't even correct. No, it was she spelled pause. it pause. P-A-U-S-E. So tell your internet bitches to tighten up. Yeah, tell that lawyer. Tell that lawyer you got on Fiverr that she owes you the five back. All right, Robert, listen. Anyway. I know it's late in Georgia. I fucking love you. We all miss you. Yeah, I know. It's just a joke. It's internet, okay? We're doing a podcast here, Robert. We love you. I figured you are. Okay, listen. We have no bad blood, okay? Nadia White is still alive. I don't know what her husband's doing. Maybe he's overdosed on something. I don't know. But you didn't. You don't have to leave on bad terms, Robert. And, and let this be a lesson to everyone out there. If you have someone you need to call, even if it is 
at one in the morning drinking some crown just call him up and say you miss him and you love him i miss you robert and i do love you and all bullshit no, and I appreciate you, Mike. you know the real me which is always yeah. the real me you know how i fucking keep it i keep it 100 percent with you i do love you i do miss you i do appreciate everything you did here and it just it just sometimes people get burnt out on both sides and, and we wish you well We'll send you your fucking check, and when any other government assistance shit comes here, we'll send it to you right away. We're not gonna, we don't want your money. We're not rubbing our balls on it. You know how many times I had to keep Stephen from rubbing his dick on your stimulus check? At I least, don't even know. at least twice. I'm worried about Adam, at least. <laughs> yeah, so we we we'll get your check to you tomorrow. All right, Robert. No, I appreciate you, man. Go follow me on Instagram. I'll do it. You better do it. All right. Once I see it's followed. And then you've been, <laughs> yeah. And then you're gonna have to like a couple comments too. Go yeah. like some shit. <laughs> Help I the will, algorithm. Help the I algorithm. I will send you. I need you to do a swipe up for this podcast episode because we we kept silent to this now. Yeah, Miguel, have we not? Uh, yeah, we've done radio silence on Where's Robert. We almost made some Where's Waldo shirts. But we wanted everybody them. to know exactly the truth and, and the real truth and and let you know. We love you, Robert. Time. We just didn't like how things is, and it's not the end, but it's just, you know. Oh, and Robert, to make you feel good, this weekend was a no-sex weekend for Mike. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> we love you, Robert. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk to you later when we're not doing a podcast, all right? All right. Sounds good, Love we'll you, buddy. Check to you, right, brother? Yeah. All right, call off the horses. Yeah, call, I don't, call I don't, them off. I don't want a helicopter flying over the house because the mail task force is on us. I had cops asking me if they wanted me to go kick your door in and yeah. play some drugs. Yeah, just, just be careful, Robert. Robert, did you call Jeff? Did you call Jeff Bezos? Like, <laughs> I almost gave your phone number out and your address to everybody just to really fuck oh, with again? you. I don't want the postmaster general right, showing no, up. No, let's, let's tell him. Tell that we were gonna buy a pot. We were gonna buy a billboard. We were gonna find. <laughs> we were already researched where your mom works at the, on the at the thrift store, the church, and we were gonna get a, we were gonna get a fucking billboard of the episode of you uh, dressed as a tranny in, in the cock blockers episode, and we were gonna have it for your mom and dad oh to see as they went to church on Sunday. In <laughs> route, we were already like, yeah. you don't want to fuck with me, Robert. Come on, and you then know cooler I'm a goddamn heads, gangster. Cooler heads prevailed. Miguel talked me down, and we remembered, ledge. and we remembered that you're our homeboy. Brother. I was in my feelings, Robert, because I love you, and I, I don't want to. I didn't want you to block me on social media, bro. Come on, man. I love you, man. Well, now you know, Robert. I, I, I want to see some likes. Uh, I want to comment. Maybe just a fire emoji. Hell I want you yeah. to be following Mike. And uh, tomorrow morning when we wake up, buddy, Robert, you know how many shirts you could sell on MikeBeast.com forward slash store? You dress as a Waldo outfit. Like, where's Robert? <laughs> we were going to do a show. We were going to send people to your house and start spying on you. I was going to send yeah, Bianca to your front door dressed as a fucking Girl Scout trying to sell cookies. I had a lot of ideas, Robert. I got a lot of time over here. You don't want to fuck with me. Come on, dog. I'll send you a fucking check. I love you. I miss you. I'll talk to you soon, right? I appreciate you, man. Good night, All right, brother. Fire. Fire. And that's all real. That is all 100% real. Yes. Because if it was scripted, it would have been so much shorter. Fuck, Fuck you, Miguel. <laughs> that, hey. That's how you do a podcast. I'm, do walk, a- I'm walking out. First half done. See you motherfuckers at the second half. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBC.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list 
of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, uh, about two years ago, the and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here that are like oh, outcasts of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, See, I got to get, I got to fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. I took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah, that's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black, because they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike? It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. 
You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. How do you top that, Miguel? Fuck it, man. Let's just start calling everybody. Wake them all up, everyone. How do you top that? Episode 30, like, yo, y'all fucking killed it. 29 was the best episode ever. Call your your stepmom. Call her right now. I wish I had that Call bitch's her number. And just be like, hey, eucalyptus leaves and little sticks you aside. Fucking bitch. I forgive you, bitch, for being a rotten, rotten bitch. Let me talk about something real though, real quick, if 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 I uh if I may. Eight, it, about six to eight years ago, I was holding on to a lot of transgressions in my mind and my heart. And uh it was putting me in a bad place. I still believe I fucked a gypsy's mechanic's daughter, and I'm cursed by that. But other than the other cursings, I got shitted on for so long, for so many years, that I knew mathematically, eventually, things would start weighing on my favor. What I'm trying to say is is that um, the hardest thing I ever had to do was speak at a funeral of a friend who, who killed himself that I had banned from the house. And I had to look, and this was... 100 plus people. There was maybe 250 people there. The whole place was sold out. There was people in the hallway. It was sold out? Yeah, it was sold out fucking sold there, out funeral. There was dudes outside the funeral like, "Yo man, I got a couple passes, but I mean No, dead No, I'm not even I'm not even trying to be funny. I mean, dead ass serious. 
and I had to look at. Did you have good seats? Oh yeah, I had good. Well, I had like standing, and I kind of floated around. That's what's up. And then I like the whole room turned and looked at me. Are we selling seats at your funeral, or is oh, it standing yes. room only? I'm trying to get paid before I die, so I, can, so-, so I can enjoy that money now. You know what I'm gonna do too, man? I'm gonna sell out the VIP sections. I'm gonna be like, yo, let me have ten VIP sections at Mike's funeral, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some shitty vodka company, which we know a bunch. True. And I'm just gonna be like, yo, this is the fucking this is this is the felt vodka. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Live performances by Juicy J. Yeah, I'm gonna get, Roach, I'm gonna MGK. get Yang of the Ying Yang Twins, but not Ying. Hey, I've done too many shows with them. Put some respect on. I, yeah. I better see the whole goddamn crew there. I'm definitely gonna have and DMX. Badass DJ. I'm gonna have Arf, DMX, Arf. Yang, and Ying. So I love to go to my music funeral. Yeah, or every white rapper that's hot at the moment, because this is the time. Like, if a white rapper doesn't show up to your funeral. Are they even a white rapper? Hey, they all got to kiss the ring. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, all your favorite fucking uh, favorite fucking artists that you listen to right now that are biggest in the world, that are fucking Mega Fox and making diamond records. I said diamond, uh, not platinum or gold. They all fucking checked in with your boy and came to my house. They What's all- the lineup? Who's performing? Who do you want to perform? Like, if I, if I got the budget, who do you want me to get to perform at your funeral. 3-6 Mafia. 3-6 Mafia. Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. Post Malone. Okay. Uh, who's taking it back? Who's like the who's closing it out? I mean, DMX. He better play in Slippin'. Oh. Right he, as the casket drops down. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Bid pass the ball of Hennessy around. Yeah. And there better be a VIP section. Who are the sponsors? Who am I getting to sponsor? We know oh, we got Bump Box and Horn anybody Blasters. Anybody and everybody. Oh, I'm rigging, I'm rigging up your casket with Horn Blasters horns. Oh, so when, when people I'm going come down up, into the ground. And when people come up to you to like say their goodbyes, it's just like... Bah! And then your casket is is an entire Bump Box casket. Oh, yeah. Bury it's, me in the ground with some sweet sounds. Oh, yeah. It's just pumping. Like Every time they put dirt on your casket, it pushes it back up with the knock. So they yeah. can't even they Hell can't even yeah. do it. And then we gotta do a festival though. My my birthday or my funeral's gotta be at least oh, it's three, three days. days. Long. It's three days. Like some long. pope shit. Yeah, it's like a pope. People gotta travel, funeral. Miguel. Oh, gotta, gotta be considerate. It's a members' weekend. Yeah, your funeral's gonna be a members' week. Green members can't come to your funeral. Fuck they gotta, no, no, they, gotta they can come. We'll take their. We'll, we'll let them come in. But they can't come to the casket. They can't. They can't look at the casket. Uh-uh, they can't even look at it. You gotta upgrade to silver or gold. Yeah, silver or gold can look into your dead eyes. Yeah, but green just have to pretend like they were. There's gonna be. We're gonna have gold packages. If you if you're a gold member, you get to take a selfie with my dick oh you yeah to take a lock of my hair and and if you want to donate right now for twenty five hundred dollars i'll give you one of my fucking testicles <laughs> all right just joking i'm gonna say right five. now if you got a hundo on it you can pre-buy vip to mike Busey's funeral listen that's that's the game you sell you make the most baddest craziest party because listen of course i want bitches crying like i i want a whole section of girls i've had sex with if you had sex with you had to sit in this section yeah family and then i'm gonna make their their husbands and boyfriends sit in the other section oh yeah i'm like sorry man this is the slow-mo cum shot section i'm gonna be like texas from the grave yo miguel don't let these dudes in what the fuck they're not even gold members oh dude hey, can we imagine the video we play of all the memories of like you slow-mo cum shotting on yes. all these what i'm gonna do is all cop, I'm gonna- cops and truckers and first first responders emts they all get to sit front row. Um, There's a dope boy section too on the top. 
just just full of arts friends. The uh, shitty the shitty white rappers that didn't make it. Yeah, they're, they're like in the middle back, but yeah. they had to upgrade. They got elevated seating. Yeah, they get. I mean, they bottle get, service. You know, they're gonna get a good waitress, but they're still gonna be tipping and paying. It's it's a cash bar for them. Yeah, and you know I can't get buried at some just generic ass. Yeah, fucking, where are you I gotta, I gotta bury it right here. I said that about the last house because I was so content. Little did I know what life had in store for me. Where here am I burying you? I don't know. I've been I've been looking at a couple mausoleum. Mo- uh, yeah, like mausoleums. That's the mausoleums. That's go, the word. Kiddo. Where did yeah, I where did I see the other day? It was a giant ass fucking like engraved like cross. I was like, damn, that's huge. I need that. I need something so big that like you know like what the Romans were thinking. Like if I build yeah. this big enough out of stone and, and the Egyptians, like maybe it'll be here in two thousand years. Can we? Here's the deal. Like, can we do like a big New Orleans procession with you two, where you're down the streets and we're just bumping white rapper music? And Everyone's throwing roses yeah. across like a parade. Can I bury you in the Cadillac? Because it's probably gonna die right before you again anyway. Shout out to uh, Steve uh, Griffin, hopefully Shaq's guy. Uh, and if anyone wants to buy Shaquille O'Neal's fish aquariums, hit me up. I, I definitely might uh, be able to get you to plug in. Um, he's he's a uh, he's having a yard sale, guys. Well, Shaquille O'Neal's having a yard sale, sort of, and we're going, we're going picker style, sausage gonna, pickers, and I'm gonna negotiate on like the biggest bullshit. I'm just gonna be like, I get it, that's Shaq's fork. I get a dollar, you know, <laughs> like like I'm gonna try to weasel out on some. I was mad that you wanted to give that one of his office chairs to some, one of your homies. I don't even fucking know. I'm I like, know, but I, I want to get. I'm gonna check in, motherfucker. But you didn't want the chair at first, and I wanted it's, it. It's not cozy. It's just giant. That's why it's my homeboy's giant. He's six six. I'd rather give it to my my sister's uh, husband, boyfriend, whatever. No, you didn't call dibs on it. Right, well, you 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 let hey. it pass like five times. You're right. You're right. Cause I, I, you know me, hey, hey, I, the I know, more, I know the homeboy role. We walk in, and I don't know the dude is Shaq's. Shaq's boy he said, "Who wants Shaq's chair?" And you were quiet. Then I was all like, "Like, I was looking, I was like, that's a big ass chair. Yeah. How are we gonna fit that in the back of the navigator?" And then, and then I was like a little coy with it. I was like, "Yeah, you really don't want Shaq's chair, huh?" And you were like, "Nah." And then I was instantly texting Steve, "Yo, Steve, may I have Shaq's chair?" Because that's got Shaq's gen- DNA. You think you throat got, cutters? Yeah, you think you got fucking you got John Lennon's DNA? What's that gonna make you do? Fuck ugly chicks and, and play boring music? Hey, I got Miguel, Shaq's Miguel, DNA. Miguel is like the Asian girl. Hey, Miguel, Miguel, girl. we're uh, working on a fucking album. Yeah, yeah. I got I got shot in the park because I don't keep watch my own six. Listen, I, I, I don't <laughs> mind if my bitch is Asian and doesn't shave her pussy. You know, we're just making some poetry over here. We're just here. trying to have a bond. And then Ringo, my you know, I was born uh, five. Five or six days after John Lennon was assassinated, the world was hurting. They had lost a great one, and so that was birthed. You, you were just can someone Google? Can can one of my producers over here that never fucking produced shit? Can you get on your goddamn Google devices and tell me when John Lennon was assassinated? I was believe it was was it Mark David Chapman assassinated John Lennon, right? Yeah, and you know, um, never that's another story. Um, I believe it was December. Like twelfth or something. December eighth. I was a little off. So eight, nine, eleven 10, days. 11, Mike, an eleventh day. Mike was born. <laughs> I was like doing the finger shit. Like one, two. Three. You were. You were. Oh no, I've been doing that shit. But back in math, I used to do the tallies. Like one, two, three, four. Yeah. Five. One, I used two, to count three, four, like a horse five. with my foot. Like we. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, kicking yeah. some dirt up. <laughs> like, uh, eleven. Carry the one. You know. We used to do this game. I got uh, beans, greens, tomatoes. Tomato, tomato. Ones, four, twelves. Oh shit. Well, we would do this. You game. need it. We do this game called Around the World in my class, and you'd start at one point. It'd be two people, and they ask a math question, and oh, the first God, person to I'm answer out. it moves forward to the next person. And I would use my foot. They would be like, "What six? 
times three, and I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, uh, 18, 18, I'm like a fucking horse. Bro, I was so bad at spelling bees, like when they did the whole stand it up, and then you go move around the room. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, man, I don't feel good, man. I, or I just kept starting getting gangster with them. Like, hey, listen, I, I'm fucking retarded. I can't, I can't fucking, I can't remember these words fast enough. Like, y'all can. So I'm going to go ahead and sit down. Yeah. I'm going to skip out on this fucking book it free personal pan pizza on this spelling bee. I'm out. Can I tell you one of my gangster moments? Please one of my do. gangster moments in school, uh, it was field day. And they had me in like the shuttle run as the fucking anchor, and I was fucking always I was chubby then. I wasn't fat like I am now, but I was. Ch- There's no way. Watch I was, Miguel. Watch your mouth. There was no way I was going to be faster than this fucking little dude that they had like me going up against. And I was told, he Puerto Rican? No, he was a little Asian dude, man. Puerto Ricans are fast. Benjamin man. something. And I remember telling him we were. Pro- it was probably. I was either eight or nine. Call him up, Miguel. Tell him you fucking hate him. <laughs> I remember telling him before the thing. We're just both waiting there, and I'm like, "If you beat me, I'm gonna kick your ass." He was like, what? And I was like, you're going to be slower than me. And we passed the shuttles, and he was like so bad at faking it. He was like, oh, my leg, my leg. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to fuck you up, man. <laughs> Damn. I was so embarrassed that I was Damn, like, I'm going to be so slow, and this little fucking pussy-ass kid's going to beat me. Yeah, man. Like, hey, real quick, talking about being punked, this reminded me. One time I went to a, I think it was the Den- you know the Denny's right outside 33rd Street, right outside the jail? Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. three... Fucking big ass prison gay or trans dudes who you could tell fucking they don't take shit from no one. They're openly gay or trans in prison. Gangster. uh, Yeah. Gangster. I can't. 2021. They walked into the Denny's. And I was sitting there. I can't even. I can't even talk. I was eating at the counter, and it was probably like three thirty in the morning. And there was another dude eating at the counter. And there was only like four seats, and so two of them were occupied. And the biggest dude comes up to the other dude, and he's like, "Hey, homie." He's like, "I think you done." And the dude like looked at him, and the dude was like. Man, I'm just he's like, nah, man. He's like, me and my fucking boys are trying to eat here. And while it was going down, while they were punking him. They're trying him, to punk you? They punked the dude in the middle because they oh. wanted to hold. But, but they, eventually they were going to get to me because they needed to see. And while it's all going down, I'm like, hey, man, let me just go box. <laughs> You're like, oh, I see where this is going. Yeah, because I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm going to get a box. And then I got the box and I wasn't like done. Like th- they hadn't come yet and I was still putting my food. And the dude's like, nah, man, you cool. Box it up. It's cool, homie. And I was like, you guys are gentlemen. You guys are- <laughs> I just want to say it's been a pleasure dining with you guys, was. and I'll, I am gladly out of the way. It was because I was like, everything was packed everywhere. These dudes were like straight checking. I was like, I'm gonna box my shit up, <laughs> go home, and not have to fucking fight and get my ass whooped by three fucking prisoners who don't get. Dude, when he checked that one dude, and the dude, you could tell the dude was probably locked up too. Like, you know, because that, that Denny's by 33rd Street used to get packed because you would get out. You'd have a little cash maybe on your pockets. You'd be waiting for your people to come pick you up. So people would just sit there eating. And I'll tell you, they came in there looking I'm like... I'm sure the Denny's employees love that fucking location. Bro, they came in looking like three predators. Like, literally, they were that tall, that strong. And they beelined it straight to that motherfucker. And they said, hey, homie, you done. And he was, like, sitting there with his food. What the fuck you mean I'm done? And then they got shark circled him. And then the lady, lady was like, we don't want no problems. And I'm like, get me my fucking box, bitch. Did, did, I, have, did I tell you something that happened to me in San Diego with mm, Art? No. We were uh, in San Diego. It was late as fuck. We had got done drinking. And uh, we walked into a Denny's. And there was some, some, some fucking some cholo gangster-ass motherfuckers. And this is back before, you know, everyone got a fucking face tattoo, Steven. Yeah, yeah. So like if you had a face tattoo, you fucked. You usually had the name of the victim you enjoyed murdering the most. Yeah. 
Um, Stevens is like a Care Bear stare. It's like unlovable because I want my mom to still think it's cool. Yeah. You know, they Cholos used to have a tattoo. They're like, these are the exact uh, location coordinates of where I buried everyone. Yeah. So we walked into a Denny's, late as fuck. That's like the beginning of some of the worst and best stories ever. San so we Diego. Into a Denny's oh late yeah. As fuck. I got a lot of Denny's stories. Um, there's one particular time. We're all, we're all drinking. We're like we're we're, we're we're like realizing all right, and ice winding down. We're just chilling. We're just like you know, just, we're in a town that's not ours. We we know we know how the business is. That's you, a lot of people don't get that when you're in a town true. that's not yours. You don't need to be wild now. You don't need to wild too hard. You, you got to show respect. You got to check in. You yeah. know. So uh, immediately upon uh, entry of this Denny's, this uh, super gangster cholo dude looks at my buddy Art and goes, "What's up, Hans? You look like you have AIDS." <laughs> And I was like, "Oh God!" And I'm like, "I'm about, I'm about this life too, but I'm not about my no. entire life." That's how uh, it was getting at that shanked at a Denny's, uh, and I'm in the hallway. We haven't even got to the podium yet. <laughs> we haven't got to the fucking how many at your table smoking or not. That's like, how it was. I was like, "I already finished my eggs. I don't care if I take my bacon and my pancakes home. You know, yeah. they'll keep." So I remember our being like, "What? What did you say to me? What?" And he was like, "We were like blown away because we we're like, is he fucking with us? Yeah. Is he fucking with him? I don't know. Is he a doctor?" Like, <laughs> I was like, is this is this Cholo Mexican gang member a fucking certified fucking uh, physician? Like, what's going Please on here? tell me why. Is it my eyes? And he just, he was on some shit. And even his other Cholo friends were like, oh, don't, or Ricardo, come on, calm down. They were like yeah. trying to calm him down. Because they and, wanted Denny's and they knew that if Ricardo kept going, no one was getting Denny's tonight. Yeah, this is, this is a true story. And I'm just remember like... We knew we could have possibly beat his ass, but not the other six or seven cholos he had with him. Yeah. And I'm sure he could have cut a his way out of this and fucking it would have been Giant like. Condor a, comes down with more fucking cholos. It would have been a Kensietta fucking in, in a heartbeat. <laughs> it would have it not been good for us. And we're not, we're not from, we're not, we yeah. don't live in San Diego. We ain't about that fucking Viva La Raza life. We're just like, hey, we're just trying to eat some fucking pancakes and waffles and minor business. So it took everything for Art and me, because Art was obviously fired up, and we're like, hey, we got to go. And uh, I think they had maybe walked us out, kind of like, and yelled some some profanities at us. They were slightly racial. Yeah. But I was like, hey, you know, these guys have had a long night. They don't have no pussy with them. We should probably get out of here. Their faces are hurting from the tattoo wounds of their souls on their face. I, uh... I was walking home from this girl's house one time. I went and stayed over there. And this is like when I was like 21, maybe 22. And I stayed over at her place. I rode with her. And then in the middle of the night, she's like, my boyfriend just texted me. Him and his friends are, are in town from SSU. Oh. FSU. They're coming over right now. And I was like. Your fat ass. Is, it's, yeah. it's like watching Grimace try to crawl out of a fucking window. So I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> You're fucking trying to crawl out of a window, grab your fucking clothes. I'm, I'm going out the front door because they're like on oh, their ballsy. way. Well, they're on their way. They're good. And it's, it's, so I'm going out the front door. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was like, that's right. I live like a mile and a half from her. So I'm like, this is it's fine. And she lives on like downtown near, uh, if you know Mike, near where the hospital is. And I like downtown near. Orange Avenue, motherfucker. Yeah, I know, you know where it's at. And you know Orange Avenue goes from sketch to good, sketch to good. Real fast. Real fast. Gay club. Yeah. Uh, heroin den, uh, Chipotle, yeah. Michigan Avenue. And so I'm walking back. I got my book bag. I got a pistol in my book bag because I just used to have a pistol in my book bag when I traveled around and stuff. And so I'm walking. And as I'm walking, I'm, I do the dumb thing. I'm like, I know if I cut through this street, it's going to save me staying on Orange Ave. You know, it's quicker. 
So I go, I go walking through the street, and it starts getting sketch, sketch, sketch. It's like dope deals going down and shit. And the thing is, I hate when people are like, yeah, man, but nobody bothered me because they knew I was hard. Don't, if you ain't from that fucking side, nobody cares about you, bro. And so I'm walking That's through. That's the thing. I hate when really? motherfuckers. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grown-ass. I'm a big motherfucking dude. And most people, I can, I can, I can uh, yeah. defuse some situations on my physical appearance normally. But... When, when you, guys have that yeah. arrogant attitude, go ahead. Yeah, but, but yeah, you, you know it too because when you when you're far from home, it don't matter. It no. don't matter when it's somebody else's block and they can call seven people. Nobody nobody is scared on their own block. Hell no, because they know. Yeah, that, I, I've had I've had like twelve year old kids punk me out. Yeah, yeah. Because I like, saw Midget Mac get shook down in, in Nashville, Tennessee, for some kids. Give me some money, motherfucker. Well, yo, I'm walking through. I'm walking through, and uh, as I walk through this fucking, as I make a turn. I get closer to what I see is like four guys shaking some dude down that they must know in his fucking get. You know the speech where your fingers in the dude's face and it's like you. This don't guy, make me do this, Tony. Yeah, it's one of those. Don't make I me know fuck you're this fucking up, Grandma. And the dude goes, and the dude's like, and at this point, I got right. So like, I pistol in the bag. That ain't gonna help me because I ain't fucking Johnny Quickness. Let me unzip my bag. You know, I just got it in there because it's in there. So I come walking. I got my fucking hands on my book bag. And I just stop, and the four guys just turn and look at me while the guy they're holding still up against a car is looking at me too. And I go, I was, I was at this girl's house, and her boyfriend came home. Now I got to go home. And they all just look at me for a minute, and the one dude's like, then go home, motherfucker. And the dude who was up against the car has that face like, no, <laughs> like, maybe you'll do something to help me. Maybe. You. And I'm just like, well gonna go home <laughs> and as i'm walking all i hear him is yeah motherfucker think you fucking slick huh talking to the dude still and i'm like sorry guy who's about to die <laughs> but huh. i just wanted to go home one time uh i think it was in high school or i was a freshman in college i was uh going to a magic game and uh i was driving my 1988 honda civic dx hatchback silver and uh I I got a little, you know, miscombobulated and I went through Paramore, wrong part of town. And this is when it was, you know, a little Not more gentrified. Yeah, it was there was there was less There's no uh, soccer stadiums. Soccer stadiums near it. And okay. more hand to hand heroin deals. Yeah, way more hand to hand. Way more caca and caca. So, the heroin the heroin falcon didn't even land there. Yeah. He just dropped it off and kept flying. Yeah, he's like, Oh fucking there's no insurance on this delivery. Yeah. There's no signature required. So fucking I remember my entire muffler, I, I was cruising around, and I saw, some, I saw some sparks, and like, whoa, what the, this was a super low car, I had some, uh, I want to say I had some 13-inch chrome Dayton's with a little spinner on it and nice. shit, a little star spinner. Like our grill has now. Yeah. And uh, I'm really like, oh, what the fuck, I heard, I'm like, whoa, something, right? And then I lost, like, power, like, to the engine, to, to the, I lost, like, gas, propulsion and i pulled over what the fuck and then i see my muffler and the entire exhaust like hanging down and i'm like not really thinking about where i'm at so i just get out like time to work on my car and i look around and you know like the movie ghost when the when the 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 demons the demons start coming out of the fucking shadows next thing i'm like uh oh, I know who they are and they don't want me here. 
and they are excited to see me, and they're probably going to say a little welcomage, a, a little welcome fucking package. And I know what that includes. That includes me getting robbed or fucking killed. So what do I do being this young pedescent, pubescent, pubescent teen? Did you start doing what you did at the basketball court, just getting all loud? Did you get Mike? Exactly. I <laughs> grabbed my idiot. muffler. I grabbed it, and it was hot as <laughs> Idiot. You ever hurt yourself so bad where you're like, play it cool? Yeah. I scalded my fucking hands like the lady from Indiana Jones. Yeah, with, when, with when the map. The, the gold medallion in the fire. The Nazi dude, where the yeah. the Nazi dude grabs it and like burns his hand. I'm like, ah! I grab my muffler just to like try to like show force. <laughs> they get the, 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 the individuals from the neighborhood. The welcome committee came closer. They were they were flanking me. They were coming from fucking my six, the right flank, left flank. I was like, oh shit! And I'm like, okay, just grab the muffler and look aggressive, Mike. You've done this before. You remember that guy was jacking off in that Ford Explorer, that gay park at night in Radcliffe, Kentucky. You know what to do. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be be aggressive. So I grabbed my muffler. And uh, I was going to scream to look aggressive, to sound aggressive, but it had to because I was burning my fucking hands. And I pick up the muffler and this whole exhaust, and it had to have been like at least a good eight feet long. And I start banging it on the ground, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, oh, my God. The demons from Ghost are totally buying this. <laughs> they start subsiding back into the shadows. And I, and I fucking left my muffler there. On the side of the road and got in my car and loud like <laughs> rode off into the sunset. <laughs> Mike's like establishing dominance. Oh yeah, no, you had to poop, throwing his poop. <laughs> they were trying to roll over. Oh, we got this boy. Like, oh shit, it's a big whitey. Oh shit, he's aggressive. Let's let's. Hey Tyrone, hey let's 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 uh let's take another block. Let's go see what's on the other side of the block. Yo, check it out. When I was in Amsterdam, I bought. This Russian true like, story, by the way. Russian like fur hat, and then I had this big like bomber jacket with fur on it, and I, I was like, man, I look so fucking cool here, right? That's what I thought. I look so cool, and I had like this knockoff fucking uh, uh, what's it called, Burberry scarf that looked like f- official. I looked good, right? But I looked. That's how like a lot of the Russian guys dressed there with those big bomber jackets and the big fur hats. So one time we were outside of this like like I guess it's like, like what is this Russian? With well, yeah, it was tan. At, it was at this like Moroccan area, and it was where they were they were doing some dope deals and they had some hookers and stuff. And I'm literally sitting there exhausted eating a donut because I'm fat as fuck, right? So I'm eating my donut and I'm sitting there and I must be there for like five minutes and I'm done and I'm just waiting for my friends because. We, we only have one cell phone. It's like 2005. We only have one cell phone. Uh, I don't want to leave because I knew they were knew I was here. And plus, there's cool shit to look at. It's nighttime. It's by the water. And these like Moroccan guys are doing all these like hand-to-hands and stuff like that. And they keep looking over at me. And I'm like, oh, man, these guys think I want to buy some dope. And they keep looking at me. And then like more guys like show up. And then like a couple guys show up. And like one of them has like a two-by-four in their hand. And he comes up to me and he's rocking the track suit and shit like that. And he's Hey, at, listen, buddy. Yeah, he basically comes up to me and he starts talking to me in Russian. And I'm like, I don't I don't speak Russian. They're like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Miguel. You know, I'm I'm Miguel Cologne yeah, Jr. Hey, what's up, guys? Wanna hear some jokes? But fucking uh <laughs> we start talking and he's like, 
oh, you're an, he's like, you're an American tourist? And I was like, yeah. He goes, ha. Ah. And then he comes back to his buddies. And he's like, ah. He's like, you looking for girls or something? I go, no, nah, man. I'm just eating a fucking donut and watching this shit. I'm trying to wait for my friends. He goes, oh, man. We thought you were Russian. We're going to fuck you up. <laughs> and I was like, no. He goes, yeah, these fucking Russians. They spill into this neighborhood. They're trying to take it. He goes, we thought you were sitting there waiting. It's like a Bert Kreischer of the machine story. Bro, he keeps telling me, he goes, you don't even know, buddy. You are going to get so fucked up. <laughs> and then my friend Chris comes up. And he's like, hey, you guys looking to party tonight? You want some, you know, and I'm like, no, man, we're just here to smoke weed. And he's like, you got to go to this one shop and get the weed. He goes, and Chris is like, thanks, man. And he goes, bro, you're lucky you showed up. Your friend, he's going to get fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my Russians don't play no games, boy. You don't yeah. want to get fucked up there. That's 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 too many contents away. I'm just fucking covered in giant glazed donut. Like I love Amsterdam. This is cool. They sell milk in glass bottles. You know, like fucking having a blast. Yeah. The the, the moral story is is uh, when you're not in your town, lay down. Lay down, man. Don't act like no fucking tough guy. It's so funny, man. When you hear people like you see people come here. However, I was I was prepared to kill somebody and throw their body over a cliff in Colombia. Me and Joe had 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 have, uh, extensively talked about details of it. But also, we had we had local crew with us too. You yeah. know, so made us feel a lot better. And and one of it's the kind of my and, fantasy to go to some uh, some other country and kill someone legally. You uh, got this fantasy about killing someone legally. Then you yeah, get, legally, then you get mad go. that legally. Robert chokes a girl and almost kills her. You're oh, a fucking hypocrite. Uh, You're a fucking hypocrite. Wow, wow. Could have killed the pinata girl, you know? The moral story is uh, call when your mom or dad if you haven't talked to them. Or if someone that you uh, I'll tell you, the moral story differences. Is when, that was 100% real, by the way. You're, you're only as badass as your abilities. And, I mean, there's some dudes that were like, I don't give a fuck if it's 50 people. I'm swinging. Cool, but, you know, See, I, like, I like not hospitals. I, I uh... I came to to this realization, thank God, right in time. Maybe a little late, but just in time. When you're in middle school and high school, and you know you're in college, like you think your dick's huge, even though my dick obviously was never huge. And you always think, oh, I could take them, I could do this, I can do that. But but becoming a man and, and maturing is that moment that you realize that the harsh realities of life, and and it, and you have to realize that there's always going to be someone bigger than you smarter than you bigger penis yeah more more homies and the scariest of them all is the guy who has nothing to lose oh that motherfucker who has nothing to lose is the most powerful person in the room because there could be there's a guy that you could probably choke him out with your left hand and and easily take him we're big guys there's a lot of guys we could beat in a fight oh, but 100 but i'm gonna tell you this much and i know this i'm not bigger age, than the guy that 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 has already been to prison several times to say at my hasn't age, had pussy in years and fucking hates his life lives my, in a trailer and wants to kill everyone my goal from a fight is to end it so i can get back to the life i like there's some people's goal for the fight is they don't give a fuck they're just not losing right now it's called like that cool like when you're a guy, we're all so amped on like being the baddest and the strongest and the most bout it motherfucker. And for the majority of life, that's very important. But there comes a time where you have to realize, and before you're 18, because, you know, well, now that they'll try you as an adult, you know, and all kinds of shit. Think about how lucky we are to be the age we are without having any kind of crazy incarceration. Oh, yeah. I've been arrested six times. Me and you both have had champagne bottles broken over our heads on New Year's. Yeah, and there's there's been times where I've definitely put some people in the hospital had it been five, ten years later. Because back when I graduated high school, that was right about the cutoff. It was like, all right, now we're calling the police. Yeah. 
And you become best friends with with the guy you got in a fight with. The I, local. I remember when they first brought a police officer to our school. It was my senior year, and we were all like, "And um, what is his job?" <laughs> like, and they're like, "Oh, he's going to arrest us." Yeah, what do you we're mean? We're not eighteen yet. Yeah, I'd be like, "What do you mean arrest us?" They're like, you know, if, if you get in a fight, we're going to be arrested for fights now, like for yeah. fighting. Now, young kids these days, this sounds like fucking bonjour, je m'appelle yeah. Michael Antoine, or some foreign ass shit. But we lived in a, in a different time. We went back to class sometimes after fights with the kid we fought with, both complaining as we walked down the hall that now we had ISS. Yeah, it was like the PE teacher always yeah. pumped you out. Like, all right, now y'all two motherfuckers clean, clean, go pick up all the bases from the fucking kickball field, yeah. motherfucker, together. Yeah. And he became best friends with the dude. But now they shoot each other, kill each other, stab each other, fucking go crazy over Because they're not allowed to fight each other. Yeah. Because so. it boils over to that. Like, we were allowed to whoop somebody's ass. Or, hey, I'm going to tell you this one, too. There have been a number of occasions in my youth that I was like, I'm going to fuck this dude up. And then me and him got in a fight, and I'm like, whoa, so this kid grew up boxing. Okay, okay, going to have to do something. Wrap him up, try to throw him, and then try to end the fight. And then literally, I have been, I remember being like 12, 13-year-olds in fights with dudes that could outbox me because they could fight. They grew up boxing and shit. I'd wrap them up. I'd throw them around. And that's, at, some, that's point, all I did, and at some point, you'd be like, come on now. Come on now. Let's end this. And they'd be like, yeah, all right, cool. And you're like, whoo, thank God. And then you wonder if they're going to swipe you when you're pulling away. Yeah. Man, like, man, I could, we could do a whole podcast about this type of stuff because I got in a lot of fights. I I used to be a very violent kid and I used to like pop off and be ready. And I was wild now. I was, I was out of control. What's crazy is this. Whenever I went to school on bases, when you got in a fight in a base school, it was nothing. Because they knew you were dealing with all the stress of your dad being deployed. My dad doesn't. My dad's. I'm just doing. I see what my dad does to my mom every day, beating the shit because spaghetti dinner's not ready. Bro, I'm going to tell you the truth. In base schools, they let you fight more because they were like. It's a rite of passage. Well, they just also knew. They're like, so your dad's been deployed for 10 months in fucking Iraq. And you can't find the fucking remote. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. Your mom cries every night, and this dude and you just fucking went at it. They're like, what are we supposed to do? Like, what are they like? What are we supposed to do? Tell these two fucking 11 year old boys that they're not supposed to fucking put off aggression. They're thinking their dad's going to die every night. You know? The new guy, Tony's over here fucking my mom. He's not even buying me baseball cards. Yeah, you're just stressed with everything. Base schools, they were so about letting you fucking throw down. Because also, especially like you're in a Marine Corps base. I was in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. What are they What are they supposed to do? Do you want me to call your father? And my dad told me to fight. His dad your told dad's me to in fight. a fucking bunker. Are they getting bombed on? Like, yeah. I can't hear you. What? Oh, yeah. You just give him four spankings. Yeah, I'm, I'll be back in nine months. How do you fucker. do? How do you do in the fight? Who do you fight? Oh, Captain Green's son. Okay. Okay. That guy's an asshole. You know, like fucking... And when you were in base schools, because I remember when I would when, when I'd move off bases sometimes and be out in civilian towns, and they would be like all angry about fighting. And I'm like, what is going on here? We got into a fight. That's what you do. There's tension. Dude, you know? all, all, all the way up till my senior year. I actually got in a fight the last day of my junior year. And my first seven, my, my first seven days of my senior year, I was suspended. Because I had gotten to fight the last day of school. I used to, we used to ride around, and when I went to high school, went to high school in South Carolina, uh, right outside Charleston and Goose Creek. And it I was, went there, Berkeley. Yeah. I went to Berkeley Middle School. And you know, in South Carolina, fighting is like just, it, it's nothing to do. So let's fight, you know? Yeah. Fighting is everything. That's over how there. I got my barbecue card player. Because yeah. I was going to all black schools, and yeah. they, wanted, they wanted the punk your boy. So I had to step up, and then I had to learn how to play basketball and be quick with the tongue and yeah. quick with the delivery, just like as yourself. Yeah. And you had to be that cool white kid. And you had to fucking 
You had to lay down or get down. And, yeah. And, and I, you know, I we fucking used to, chose to fight we a had, lot. There was a rival school called Stratford High School. And the best I remember part them. Was, I remember the, them. The best part is to us, we considered Stratford the rich school. because Oh, they it had, was. It they, was. They had dads and their parents had jobs. They were like, those rich fuck. I now, remember they had like a nice baseball field, too. They had a nice baseball field, but they were, we were like, those rich fucks. They, they were probably, parents were probably making $60,000 a year combined. We are like, look at them, mom and dad. That's where, when I, went to, better. when I went to Berkeley, that's where they were, everyone was calling me Eminem. Oh, yeah, that's right, Monkey Man. Well, Stratford High School was our rival, and it was basically, it was fight on sight for us, and it wasn't fight on sight for them. They would try to get out of it. But to the point where when Stratford played Goose Creek High in a football match, the police would be there, and you would, Goose Creek High would have to be on one side, and Stratford would have to be on another side, and they wouldn't allow us to mix. But they would let the girls come over from Stratford, but nobody from Goose Creek was allowed to go over to Stratford's side. And then they were let out once at a time, and the cars were allowed to leave. Do you remember a really big bridge in Goose Creek that, like, over to the, the side, it was, like, clay embankments, and there was, like, a little, like, restaurant on the corner? Uh, you talk about, and there was that little pool hall over there. Uh, it became Family Game Room, but it was uh, Treasure Treasure. It was. I was living there. in a foster home at the time, and I, I every now and then would get out. It was out of, off of Snake Road over there. That's where I fo- saw my first ufo that's right you told me and, yeah in and, and charleston south carolina after after mass at a really long goddamn these catholics can go forever i was like yeah. what do i do with this fucking sacrament from the priest who just gave me i put it in my pocket i know i was supposed to eat it i didn't know I was catholic to, mass fuck. will make me want to become a satanist yeah i'm like so what does the devil require of me if you got if you got to past, fuck and have fun if this you didn't guy. get doodle as a kid you were like all right this shit so can you imagine rap. though here's the thing it's like a my bc podcast telling a story like all right we're gonna end this shit or what can you imagine here's the worst part those catholic altar boys sat through all of mass they worked it and then they got fucked i'm gonna what see you in day. the locker room boy. yeah you're like just come on man if you're gonna do this do it in the beginning let me have off take it you know? just fucking take it take this fucking candlestick ass <laughs> Go ahead, put this goddamn candlestick on the altar the last right, time. All right, I'm right. Telling, I'll fucking I'm, do it, but let me sit this out. I'm telling fucking Walter Cronkite. You, you gotta carry this you, smoke you thing. Touching this. me. All this fucking I'm gonna need some more of that Jesus juice. Yeah. That should get me crunk. Let me smoke a joint before at least. Loosen up. Yeah, you, know, you went to Baptist churches too, right? I went to Baptist church. Types. This is what I've been to Baptist church. This is what I hate about Baptist church. You never leave Baptist church like cool. I'm not going to hell. Like oh, <laughs> you, no. you, leave you walk Baptist into the church. car. You walk into the car. I you get in the parking lot. Like, so am I going to hell or not? Nah? <laughs> yeah. Like, do Dude, I I'm know, scared? Do I know anyone going to heaven? Because yeah. it just seems like everyone's going to hell, and it's like you, you, you. The Baptist, the Baptist preachers that I met too, they would afterwards, instead of wanting to talk to you, make you feel good. Like they were never like, son, I'm so glad you came here. They'd be like, you listened to that sermon, boy, didn't you? You're going to stop masturbating now, aren't you? And I'm like, I can't. I'm already going to hell and I can't deal with this tension. I told you a story about how my stepmom fucking caught us because our, our stepsister fucking. What was her name? M- little pain in the ass? Megan. Megan. You think she's hot now? Fuck no. I've seen her. She was like, shit. I'll fuck her. I'll teach her. And she, never mind. I want to tell the whole story, but. And nothing about fucking. It was just more about like tell the whole story. She had she had a daughter. She had a kid or something. Had a cleft lip. I was like, that's God's karma, you motherfucker. That's what she. That's what piece of shit. <laughs> you motherfucking. Piece oh yeah, no, I'm. I, you piece of shit. Tag me in it. Call my sister and tell her to tag Megan fucking Brown. Fuck you. Fuck your mom. 
I still holding on to that shit. God damn you piece of Teresa shit. Teresa Brown suck my dick, you bitch. <laughs> you said that the fucking cleft lip was God's karma? Yeah, I was like, ooh. Listen, I got my ass beat for eating star crunches. And she ate the star crunches, and she planted the star crunch star crunch wrappers under my bed, and then like told my dad he's under his bed. Just look, and he flipped them up. And I'm like, what? What you gonna do? I'm like, son of a bitch. Oh, bitch, you're good. And then he started beating the shit out of me. She's like, just tell him the truth before it beats us all. I can hear these words. I my dad was a captain Sabaho, and he. He he. When he divorced my mom, they were never even legally married. My mom was never legally married. But anyways, but my, you know, my mom, my mom was. Um, oh, that's a whole other story. It's a little painful. I don't want to start getting emotional. I'm, I'm a bottle of crown, and I love my mom. She's a great woman. And my dad. I never really met my biological dad, but we think we might have found him. And we are filming a documentary on where the fuck is Mike's father, and we are. I need to hurry the fuck up and start filming it in case this guy dies because I think I may have found him. And and this happened in the beginning of Corona, didn't Before it? Before Corona, we were, this was one of the projects we were working on. Yeah, it was one of the projects we were working on. So I bought a 23andMe and an Ancestry fucking DNA kit and it still sits in my room. And I think it takes a long time to get it back, does. so I should probably it's, hurry up and just do that. It's not like we can just shoot a dart in him and then pull it out and send it. Like, Well, I didn't want to start filming until I told the story of where we are up to now, which is my life. Because I'm like, no, I got to get it right. And da-da-da. Anyways. Um, back to you hating Teresa, Teresa Megan, Megan. Fuck them. My dad was... You know, just a sucker. Oh, I'm doing a God's way. I'm getting married. And what happened at the church though? You were telling us a church story. And yeah, we, we found we found her, her fucking her 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 daughter, who was my stepsister. Megan found some dildos, and we flung them around the house, and we fucking threw man- we dipped them in mayonnaise. Did you guys know what they were? No, we, well, kind of. We didn't know. We didn't understand what it really. We didn't know like she was fucking herself yeah. with them. We kind of have an idea, but we didn't really know what they were. Just adult things. But yeah, we didn't adult know what things. They were. they were hidden in the drawer, of the dresser, and you weren't supposed to go in there because that was a naughty place to go. Everyone knows that your mom and dad hid naughty shit in the dresser. So, uh, you know, there were, I guess apparently one day there wasn't enough panties and bras fucking hiding them dildo. Next thing another bitch, I get flung around, and Art was there, and we were putting a condom on. How old it, were you guys? Like. 12 or 13 yeah. maybe i don't know maybe 14 or something yeah. i don't know so around that area and i remember uh she narked on us like she t- mom they found your your thing and they started playing with it and i was so like deluded like caught up in this like yo i'm a bad kid i've done a lot of really bad yeah. shit i need to turn my life over to jesus i got scared into like all right now let's get baptized let's do all this i'm like i'm leaving tracks and there was these little like uh, biblical little pieces of paper, like flyers for Jesus flyers. Like, and I'm putting them in Seven Eleven in front of the beers and shit. I'm I'm like me and Jesus were like this man. We're like homies, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I fucking we got called into the preacher's office, and this is a Southern Baptist church. Uh, I want to say it was it's in the Conway area. It's like First Baptist of Orlando. I don't. I, it's a small church that had like um. He lived there and had like a whole like fucking little kind of mind the sausage house, a bunch of bunk beds and shit, you know, whatever. And fucking had like a hey shitty Mike, had a shitty gym. Show me on Abdul. Yeah. Okay. No, no, show them about this. They never they'll fuck a girl before they fuck it. They 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 ain't gay. They 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 fuck like the the the, the chicks. You Anyone know? who's screaming that all gay people are going to hell and getting so worked up of gay, definitely. All right, maybe some of them were. I don't know. Yeah. My person I never got I never enough. got doodled by Art probably did. Oh, but did I? I don't know. Enough. That's we'll say that for another podcast. Um so I remember 
being called into their preacher's office and the dildo was brought in. <laughs> and it was the most awkward, like, if me, my sister, my stepsister. Your and, mom gave the preacher the dildo? Like, what did she think bro, that was going to help? She was like, she was trying to tell us, well, it was a gag gift and I was scared to throw it away because I didn't want to get embarrassed so we never threw it away. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, I ain't preacher, that damn I'm going to tell you this much. That gag gift smelled like Thai food, so yeah. I think it and was utilized. This bitch was working at KFC and my dad found some, she was kind of a trash. She had some big ass milkers on her. I ain't going to lie. And sometimes she was really cool. You told me that she would wear a robe and y'all could look yeah. at a bush. Yeah, she, she wore this fucking, uh, it was a teal little nighty, silk, silk teal nighty, no panties. Mm. And every now and then I get this strange sensation, this growth in my fucking down below. And I was like, why do I, why am I getting a boner? What's her name, Teresa? Bitch. Teresa Brown. Fucking bitch. She ruined my relationship with, my, with who, who, my, who my not real father is, but even though he's always been my dad. Yeah, he was, he's the one who raised you. Yeah, he, 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 he found a... My mom was trying to buy an abortion to fucking... She was trying to sell a shih tzu named Chingling, who was gay. He would suck his own dick. Or lick. No, dogs don't really suck. He was licking his own dick. Here's here. I want to tell you one funny thing. I just looked up Teresa Brown uh, on, on Facebook? Facebook, right? Look, Let me see her face. I'll tell you if it's uh, her. Yeah, but hold on. Let me see right now. I saw one Teresa Brown... And it says, is Amanda one of her mutual friends? I'm looking at mutual friends. No, Amanda's not a mutual okay, friend. Okay, she still she still talks to these motherfuckers. And this lady was the match. You know, you've always we've always heard the wicked stepmother. Yes. This is the epiphany but of a wicked stepmother. Let me tell you why this is hilarious. This Teresa Brown I found, though not the one that's uh, your family. Her job is works at KFC. No, f- show me. Let me see. I don't think it's her. There ain't no. Well, she doesn't work there now. Do you see where it says job? That's that's pretty crazy. Sorry. Um, that's pretty crazy. So anyways, my dad found some cutie patootie that was letting them fucking fuck, and then she started and being stingy with KFC, the pussy. getting though, too, man. Next thing you know, she got some renter center, renter center couches. There was these Ooh. turquoise, like, recliner, Your laser boys. Your dad was boys. buying that box? He was, she was like, oh, I'm in debt. I, need, I got credit. And my next thing, my dad's, like, paying off her shit, and then... We're living in this little cracker house thing, and I had just came from foster home. Next thing you know, I'm like, hey, if you want to move back with me, you can. I've got this porch you can live on. And I lived on this fucking porch where the washer and dryer was. And we did a little documentary that probably no one will see. And I went back to this place and filmed it and stuff. And I was literally living, and that's how I met and made art. He lived on like a, a kind of a porch too. Because <laughs> in St. Cloud, Florida, I lived on New York Avenue on the corner. And uh, he lived right behind me on Pennsylvania, and it was uh, these these homes were like made in the fucking like I would say the 1800s, early 1900s, or old ass like cracker yeah. houses, like on brick blocks and like had a little wraparound porch and shit, shitholes. Like you ever try to sneak out of a house like like it was impossible to sneak out. Anyways, um, yeah, fuck her and. <laughs> What? She had a she her brother was a guy named Rusty Smallwood. He was a fucking singing cop and he did security for Benny Hen, the guy who would heal people. <laughs> this is this is all fucking. What true. happened at the and church? And he was cool as what fuck. What happened at the church? They had a goddamn fucking meeting, brought a dildo out like a fucking like a victim, like, Well guys, what do we have? <laughs> did the you know, dildo the, ID you? No, the <laughs> I, <think laughs> I did not get pointed out an I ID. Think it, I think it was num- number six. Can you step closer to the dildo? And I want you to repeat this statement. Yo art. 
Watch me throw this shit in the air. <laughs> we definitely did. We did smother it with fucking mayonnaise and flung it around. And it was back when you're younger and you're care- you're reckless. So at the end of the day, you don't like put everything the way. You it's- don't clean anything up. Yeah, you're just like fucking. And you're Art like, goes oh, home. Shit. Art goes home before you're like you're, you're. He's like bye. And this bitch was so mad that like she could tell something of her dildo was violated. I've never told this story before. Maybe, but I love hearing it. So she was like straight up like, who fucked with this? This was a gag gift. What are you motherfuckers doing in here? And then here goes Megan, her little her daughter. Oh my god, Megan was doing the dealing around and coming to me. I'm like, oh you motherfucker. And I remember, and this this is the shit. I I want to find two kids that resemble me in art and do like a, a movie and replicate this scene. We were called in to the preacher's office. And and sat down in shame with our heads down, like, oh, what the fuck's gonna happen? Did Art go to this church too? He did occasionally because he would like I would trick him to come in because we were like playing basketball or they had like free biscotti dinner or some shit. So my buddy, my buddy and me were uh, were caught smoking weed, and uh, the, I had to pass by the church, and uh, I was passing by the church one time, and his, he was like, and he's fucking dying. He's like, hey Miguel, can you come in here real quick? He's like, gotcha. The, uh, yeah, he's like, he's like, the preacher's got a job for us. You know, when you were a kid, you're like a job, really, fucking make some money. So I stopped. I put my bike up. Twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars. And they walked me in, and they walked me into this room, which was like the back. Next office. thing you're getting baptized. Dude, you got a Bible telling, with your name engraved on it. They're fucking telling me they're like, you need to get baptized right now. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, at this point, I've been arrested. I just took a shower. Yeah, I've been arrested several times, and I'm like, I think I need a lawyer or my parents here. <laughs> I've been through this shit with fucking guys with guns, like, and then. They got so mad because I was like, I'm leaving. And they're like, you can't leave. You can't leave. And I was like, I'm leaving. And I was getting up to leave. And his mom blocked the door. And the preacher freaked out. And I think her, I think her name was Melinda because that's my sister's name. He was like, oh, Melinda, Melinda, you, can't, you, you, you cannot lock him in. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, there's rules to this. That motherfucker's got rules here. Oh, okay. And I thought about it. And I swear to God, guys, I thought about it. I, I always told my buddy because I told my buddy Kyle. I was like, I was thinking about getting naked in there and walking out and screaming to oh, the people. Oh, that's a great <laughs> idea. There were all these people outside doing church stuff, and I was just going to come running Someone out screaming. Someone give me a picture. I got to piss. Oh, God. Like, I, I got, I, this, this, this podcast is too damn good. Well, we're, we're, we're actually ending it. No, no, we're not. Yes, we are. Yes, no, we are. No, no. Uh, we're, we're coming to an end, guys, because it's at, it's at the last part. Yeah, I'm going to tell your story about it. No, we don't have time for that. We're wrapping it up, guys. Guys, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. It was a good it was a good podcast, but Mike is ending it with a piss and it's just about time to end this. I'll be back. No, Mike, we're out of here. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you members for tuning in. Uh, I want to thank the makers of Crown Royal for fucking Mike up every time we do this. And the members of every candy ever made. But on behalf of myself and Mike Busey, you're listening to the Mike Busey Show. Welcome to overtime. No, we have been talking about uh, flirting with the idea of only letting the the podcast only be an hour. So if you become a member, you get to hear the second hour and watch the second hour. So uh, you better become a member because you know we we're we're super excited and we're trying to we want to be able to we want to be able to feed our feed our families and do just this. We really want to emphasize on this. We're tired of putting Legos in people's buttholes and doing all this crazy shit. Don't, don't get me wrong. We're never going to stop doing that. But we really, if you really do enjoy us and listen to this, become a member. We're going to give you four fire-ass fucking two, four, six, eight, eight hours a month of entertainment. 
And to become a member, if you do that, we're going to let you watch it. We're going to give you all kinds of special perks. We're going to let you come merch. party. Come party with we're gonna, us. We're going we're to hook you up, guys. And the so, bus is getting back on the road, so we're going to be in your town. And when you're a member, you can come party with us for free. They probably already signed up because they heard you say goodbye. Well, I mean, that's what happens in the end. But, you know, this is the bonus track. Like, fucking, it's 1996. Oh, Let it play yeah. out. They're going to see the time at the end, too. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Um, but seriously, guys, we thank you all. Fuck Teresa. Fuck Megan. Um, if you have a cleft lip, you are not cursed by God. Okay, don't forget to to make me uphold the end of the deal and mail Robert his fucking. I'm doing it tomorrow. I'm taking care of it tomorrow. That was 100 percent real. If you listen to that, guys, I'm taking care of it tomorrow. And you know, Robert's like refreshing the podcast. Hold on, let me hold on. Let me. Did we even see if he friend requested me? Let's see. Let's see here. Oh, we got nine friend requests and one's Robert Puss. Accept it, Robert. I accept your apology. And you're now my friend. He better like and Guess comment. what? I'm going to follow him back. Uh, I got a bunch of photos of my ex-girlfriends on here. Well, guys, Mike, hey, no, on behalf of myself and Mike On behalf of, of all things holy and everyone who fucking was in a compromising position in a church and lived, <laughs> and lived in fucking some... Less than desirable situations. And to everyone on the uh, police male task force that is Shout working diligently, diligently to get Robert his check back, and they've got a they're they're talking to the cops or the uh, the judge about getting a Title Nine so they can get a wire on us. Listen, uh, me and the cops, we cool. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all definitely not all of you definitely. Some of y'all have shot some people that we probably shouldn't have shot. They were definitely unarmed, but it's okay. I can look past it. I still love you. Shout out to Trucker. Shout out to all the members. Anyone who fucks with us, we love you. We thank you guys. We hope that you're in a right uh, body, mind, and spirit of 2021. First members party is March, I think, 14th, 15th, and 16th, or 13th, 14th, 15th. We're we're telling everyone to keep their clothes on, and we're going to have a family day. That's March 6th. So you got March 6th to come over here as a family day. So if you're a member... and uh, you don't have to be a member if you're a female, so all single moms are welcomed. But you do, you don't have to bring your kid. You can just show up, you know, like, hey, I'm here. And it's like, it's kind of weird. He's like, oh, this is a kid's day. You're not here to get drunk or get weird. It's for the kids. The Sausage Castle is a, a figment of my, my imagination as a giant fucking retarded kid that and I it's am. it's real, too. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely real. And, one, and to be honest with you, people come here, and we've had a lot of kids come here. And we we know how, we're grown ass adults. We know how to separate from the fucking crazy wild shit. We're obviously gonna tell you know some of the wild bitches to fucking not come over and keep your clothes on, and some of the midges will be caged up. You know, like it's it's gonna be a good clean family day. So maybe and a lot of people last year we did this last year, and this was like their final final chance. <laughs> You're to just come afraid over. to stop talking, so this will end. He's like a kid who's telling his dad, like you know, his dad's gonna leave, and he's like, "But real quick, before you go back to home, I um I also made a mud pie. And yes, when you go, yes. I don't know if I'm loved, guys. Let him know you love him. Hit him up on Facebook. Hit him up on Instagram. Hit him up. On Let him know that you appreciate this because it means a lot to us, and we can't wait to see you're you guys. You're getting uh, snips of of our our life, and and you're getting like our autobiography in an audio format or video if you remember, and you're getting true perspectives coming from two dudes, just two dudes who may not be so politically correct, and definitely grew up in the '80s, '90s, and the early 2000s. Have seen things a little different from some of you young motherfuckers that probably cannot relate to what we're saying. But to those who do, we love you and we thank you. Thank you so much. And and that was episode 30. 
30. Thank you guys once again. Shout out to Robert Poss. We love you. You're listening to the Mike BC Show. <laughs>